The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dowling Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hey, good evening and welcome to the Ankeny Centennial Gym as we get set for girls and boys basketball tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Dowling and Ankeny Centennial as the sophomore game is just about over with. Uh, Dowling leading 63-58 with one second remaining. They're going to be shooting free throws here. But Pat Henkinius leading the Dowling sophomores. Uh, they're still undefeated, I believe. They are 14-0 with the win. And I'm joined tonight by Jim Cataldo filling in for uh, Steve Devinney. And, Jimmy, thank you for... Uh, Sitting in for Mr. Devaney while he goes on, I don't know, world cruise or somewhere down in Florida. I just know he had business to attend to, and you know all about that. Last time we talked to you was state championship night of the high school football season when the Maroons won their seventh straight title. So thank you for being here. A little bit more relaxed. It and, is. Uh, and uh, I, I like the excitement that it, you brought it, that night. Oh, <laughs> were, boy, was it just – I mean, it, it feels like it was just yesterday. But it does. I know when I got the call from you uh, just the other night to help fill in, I know I was – probably at the end of the list of, of the people you would reach out to but wow i'm glad i'm glad you we had to we, we let it make work and, and and we're here tonight the the guy i'm concerned about is the guy next to me because he's the one that showed you part of my list and he you fo- you found out you weren't in the top 10 but now you're made the the bottom 11 so congratulations that, that's that's even better well you know it says something when when you know the radio or the tv is in need of people they look for football guys and so Andy and I are, 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 are close-knit. And, oh, my goodness. You know, there, if there's one commonality other than football that Andy and I bring is, is, is the love for, for girls' sports. Uh, you know, his daughters are, are great athletes uh, up here in Ankeny. Yes, and, they are. And uh, I've they had take a after their moms. They, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And uh, <laughs> I had a chance to watch my daughter play, and now she's, she's done. But it's, there's nothing better that, nowadays than, than Dowling girls' basketball. They are having a tremendous year under uh, – Fourth-year head coach Kristen Meyer, their record 14 and new. The Dowling girls are 6-1, and one, and they've won eight in a row, and they've knuckled down on defense. Their only two losses this year was right before Christmas to Johnson on a last-second basket by the Dragons, and then a loss to Southeast Polk. Uh, unfortunately, they don't get the chance to rectify the Southeast Polk game because they are in a different division than CIML, but uh, they have knuckled down and taken care of the defense. So they're scoring enough points. But uh, they were giving up too many points in those fourth quarters on both losses, and they've kind of taken care of that here, Jimmy. I mean, if you, if you know Kristen Meyer basketball, Kristen Meyer basketball is is focusing in on defense. So you know that that's probably been stressed over the last several weeks. Uh, but the one thing you see from this team is is more and more girls getting involved, getting involved in the offense, taking a little bit of the pressure off Caitlin Clark, who you know Caitlin Clark is going to be solid game in and game out. Mm-hmm. But the production that we're getting from other girls is truly making this uh, Dowling Girls basketball team a very, very tough, tough out. Well, Caitlin comes in averaging, well, leads in what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories she leads the team in. I don't think there's anything left. Scoring average, 34.5 points. Rebounds, 8.5 rebounds per game. 4.5 assists. 81% from the free throw line. Leads the team with made three-pointers, 59. What did Mia get when she was a uh, 
in oh high school. My. She had like 40, uh, 30 or 40 a year. Oh, she, uh, yeah, something to that effect. I mean, <laughs> you know, I watched more and more of, of, of her defense and how she, she approached the game than, than I did see her stats, but I would agree. And then uh, – Steals with 38, and she's tied with uh, Lexi Bowles with the most block shots, the team with 11. That's uh, uh, the, well, I don't know what you're going to call her, All-American. But uh, it, it, it's a recipe of who she is. I mean, she's a five-star athlete in, in, in the nation, not only, uh, you know, obviously in the state of Iowa, and putting up those kind of numbers. And, and, and the thing that people have to understand is uh, Central Iowa basketball, and you're seeing girls excel at the next level. Uh, I mean, th- this is very, very good competition. Uh, so, so to be able to put up those kind of stats, uh, against some of the best in, in, in the state, and obviously the best in the state, really says a lot about who she is as, as, as an athlete. And for the Aiken Centennial Jaguars, they are struggling right now, and it's not about uh, putting up a uh, number. Or put, it's not about their defense. The Jags come in giving up an average of just 39 points a game. It's scoring-wise, and tonight uh, they're depleted because uh, Alexandria Kiana Harris, their uh, outstanding forward, yeah. averaging seven and a half points, their leading rebounder, out with the uh, she rolled her ankle in their previous game, so she's out. And for Scott DeYoung, who's a, who's won what seven state titles here in Ankeny, uh, six at uh, Ankeny, and once here one here at Centennial, he's without one of his forwards, and they are struggling right now. They're at 500, looking to go south, and I've never seen a Scott DeYoung team do that. But that's Ankeny not finding people to score and that's in that and i think if, if, if you put them and ask them what's the one thing it is and i think it's consistency you know the one thing you're going to get with the scott de coach team is is you know really hard nose defense uh people are really going to get after it I've, I've learned over the years watching him coach his teams are not always the best teams at the beginning of the year but as they go on throughout the season this guy really fi- figures out what are my strengths how do i get the best out of the girls and and, and oftentimes they're overachieving coming this time of the year Mark Amadale along with uh, Jimmy Cattato here in the pregame show. It's Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. We're here at the Centennial Gym. We're right behind the scorer's table in the back row. Alongside us to my left is a couple of guys you know a little bit about, Mr. Uh, Andy Pollock, who does he coach football at Dowling sometimes? Or he, sometimes? Does, he does a tremendous job. He that's does, that's does. pretty good cover there. I know. Wow. And uh, the guy next to him, uh, he does TV, and he's dressed for TV. He's got the tie. There's not a hair out of place, and that's Paul Yeager doing the TV side. So we got a little duel, and we're side by side. Those two may have flashbacks to Wartburg games here pretty soon. They like, will. They usually do. Watch the replay tomorrow. I know I will on, on YouTube. But uh, well, it should be a fun game. We're going to take a break here in our pregame show. Jeff Pickett is our studio producer. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here tonight for game one. Mike Swain, he's already texted me. You might want to check your text. Uh, he's already texted me about... Uh, your uh, your show here this morning. Uh, this evening. Yeah, that's you know, it, what goes around comes around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more as we'll take a break in our pregame. It's Dowling and Centennial here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium. Mark Hamadil, Jimmy Cattle sitting in tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. The second time these two teams are meeting. Earlier this year, Dowling defeated Centennial back on Friday, January 3rd at the Dowling Gym. Uh, 59-37. The Dowling girls snapping a three-game losing streak to Centennial. Scott DeYoung's team swept both games last year. And this year, Dowling got game one. Again, Centennial without uh, Alexandria Keanu Harris as she is out with a rolled ankle, and hopefully she'll be back uh, soon. For the Maroons, how about these back-to-backs for uh, the Dowling boys and girls, Jimmy? T- uh, tomorrow, both teams will be in action. The Dowling gr- girls will be at City High of Iowa City. Oh, by the way, they're ranked number one. The Dowling girls this week ranked number two. 2.30, tip-off at the City High Gym. And then the Dowling boys traveling over to Cedar Rapids Kennedy, taking part of a tournament there. That'll have a 35-second shot clock. Dowling boys taking on ninth-ranked Dubuque Hebstead. This is kind of their makeup game after being snowed out against uh, uh, Dubuque Wallard early this year. So both uh, teams going out of town tomorrow for non-conference uh, play. You know, it, it's something, you, obviously it's in the back of your mind. You're thinking about it. It's, it's number one Iowa City High versus number two Dowling in the girls' game. And if, if you don't know much about your team, you're going to find out a whole lot after tomorrow night. Uh, but what a tremendous opportunity to add a game like that late in the season as, as, as the calendar starts turning to February <laughs> in just a sh- two short weeks, here comes the state playoffs. And, you know, to be able to play number one Iowa City High, who that's the benchmark at this point, that's right? right. number one. That's right. You can really find out where you are as a team. You know, where do you need to get better? Where do you need to grow? Because it's likely you can see this team again at Wells Fargo in a few weeks. No question about it. Let's take a look at the girls' rankings that just came out yesterday. And we'll start with uh, Class 5A, the number one ranked team, as we mentioned. City High of Iowa City, they're undefeated going into tonight's game. Uh, Dowling Catholic is second, followed by Cedar Rapids Prairie at number three. Johnson is fourth and Waukee fifth. Six through ten in girls' 5A, uh, Southeast Polk, Cedar Falls, Waterloo West, Urbadale at nine, and Davenport North is tenth. And then Valley, the West Point Valley Tigers back in the top uh, 15 after being knocked out earlier uh, before Christmas. They come in at number 11. Ames is 12th. Dowling's opponent tonight, Ankeny Centennial, is number 13. Council Bluffs, Abe Lincoln, is 14. And Sioux City East is 15. Dropping out of this week's uh, top 15 is Bettendorf. So that's a look at the top 15 in uh, girls' play. And uh, these are, well, why are these important? Well, these rankings are basically the seedings. And uh, if you're 1 through 8, you're going to be a number 1 seed in your region. And, of course, 9 through 16 will be the number 2 seeds in most uh, regionals. So uh, the girls' union uses this. Unfortunately, they're not going to put those out for another, uh, I believe it's another week or 10 days before their pairings and brackets come out, Jimmy. There, there are just a whole lot of things that could happen in these two weeks. You know, Dally's obviously playing Iowa City High. They're going to they're see a pretty good centennial team tonight. You know, Iowa City High, you know, they still have – Prairie that have, they have to play, which is rated number three, that they're playing in a couple weeks. They have uh, Waukee they're playing in a few weeks. Uh, so, you know, their path isn't isn't to where their seating isn't set yet. But you can certainly line up 
a little bit about where Dowling's going to fall. Sure. Uh, you've seen a lot of people put some uh, some uh, 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 prognostications out there as to where they're going to fall. And, and Sioux City East seems to be a team uh, on the radar right now. But, again, you know anything can happen in the next couple weeks. But I think over the next couple games, except for uh, tonight and tomorrow, uh, it, it, it should line up pretty well. We want to thank uh, Mercy One, along with Two Rivers Glass and Door, Catholic Tuition Organization, and R&R Realtor Group for supporting our broadcast. And don't forget, order takeout tonight. I thought you were going to bring that up with your uh, Uber driver, uh, Jimmy. I know you have a, a, a driver. I, I, Devinny and I, we just drive ourselves. But uh, I thought you'd stop by to me and Sons, talk to Mario, Joe, Joe Jr., or even Louie about uh, bringing up some of their dishes. Bread and ravioli or cheese sticks would have been nice to bring up from the south side of Des Moines up here to Ankeny. I tell you, that, that, that sounds so good. The nice thing about having my, 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 my driver, Johnny, tonight is I know we're going somewhere to eat after this. Wow. Do you hope? I mean, he's already left, so he may be hitching a ride. And I'll tell you what, the guys that, that are sitting next to me, Pollock and Yeager, they live here in Ankeny. They're not going to the south side where you live up by the airport. That is not happening. <laughs> we also want to thank tonight Ashford Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. And again, our three-point made shots or made baskets by Dowling are sponsored by and supported by Tumi and Sons, 1501 Southeast 1st Street on Des Moines South Side, just south of Principal Park. 515-282-7976. You can call them or go online, tumiandsons.net. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo. And Jimmy, if we could, let's take a look at some nights matchups along the CIML. And, of course, this is back to... Uh, conference games everybody uh, there's 18 teams in six different conferences we'll start with the central conference we have dowling and ankeny centennial and girl boy doubleheader these all get underway at 6 15 with the girls game first uh fourth ranked johnston at number nine urbandale in a girls matchup there at urbandale uh ankeny travels up to ames ames girls are ranked 12th in iowa conference play marshalltown is at 11th ranked valley in a girl boy doubleheader and uh number Five Waukee in girls' play is at number 12 in Class 4A Mason City tonight. And uh, number three, Southeast Polk, in, uh, and number six, Southeast Polk. Girls' Union has them ranked sixth. Register has them third. They're at Fort Dodge tonight. Those are all uh, Iowa Conference games. In the Metro Conference, Hoover's at Roosevelt, East at North, and Lincoln at Ottumwa. Big matchup tomorrow, number two, uh, Dowling Catholic at number one, City High of Iowa City. That's 230 at the City High Gym. That's girls' play. And the Dowling boys take on ninth-ranked Dubuque Hempstead. That game we played at Cedar Rapids Kennedy. That gets underway at 1230. That's an add-on game. It wasn't on the original schedule for the Dowling boys fans. Other games tomorrow has Hoover at Columbus Catholic of Waterloo in girls' play. And North at Ottumwa in a girls' and boys' doubleheader in Ottumwa beginning at 2 o'clock. Fort Dodge at East Waterloo in girls' play at 230. In boys' play, Des Moines-Lincoln takes on Atlantic. They'll play right before the... Uh, Iowa Wolves game at Wells Fargo Arena. That gets underway at 3.30. So Des Moines-Lincoln taking on Atlantic. And, of course, Dowling will play Des Moines-Lincoln uh, right before the uh, substates begin. Valley is the second game tomorrow at Cedar Rapids-Kennedy. The Valley Tigers taking on Linmar. Their game will start at 3.30 right after the Dowling-City High game. Or I'm sorry, right after the Dowling uh, game tomorrow against Hempstead. And then North is at Ottumwa in doubleheader play. So that's a look at the CIML. Every night is almost like a regional substate, and no, no question about that, especially for Dowling with back-to-back games with Centennial tonight and traveling to Eastern Iowa tomorrow. It sure is. I mean, you look at up and down the top uh, 15 in the girls' uh, rankings, and, and it's just full of blue bloods of Des Moines. Uh, Johnson, Waukee, Southeast Polk, 
who, uh, along with Dowling, of course, I mean, they've been the perennial powerhouses in girls' basketball over the last, you know, several years. And when you look at the games tonight, uh, Urbandale and Johnston playing tonight, that's a game that jumps out. Uh, you know, Urbandale's a team that, 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 that's sneaky good, uh, to, to say the least. I mean, they, they got... Uh, a couple of gals who, uh, who the are really good. The Jim Fee sisters. Oh, yeah. That are uh, a guard and, and, and a center. And they've been playing really well lately. And, of course, Johnston, uh, I think, uh, has, a, has a very, very uh, good basketball team. All right. We're just about ready to have starting lineups introduced by our public address announcer, and that's Gary Naylor, the longtime voice here at Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial. He had a choice. Which school? As a lot of folks here in Ankeny. And, Jimmy, you've heard uh, all the comments back when they built Centennial. And, and what uh, Coach DeYoung is in, and Coach Fontana are both in year seven. So this is seven years since uh, the, the schools have been split. It's, it's, uh, I, I couldn't imagine going through that decision. But, you know, back when, when the schools split, you can really tell that Centennial had the, the better sports teams. But you look lately in Ankeny uh, Hawks uh, on the southern edge of town, they're a heck of a, of, of a sporting school at this point. I mean, you look at their football, basketball, baseball teams, uh, really, really good, really good school there. They've done a nice job with uh, keeping their programs going, and the, obviously the participation amongst the kids is tremendous. Let's take a look at tonight's starting lineups as they've dimmed the lights here at Centennial High School. It's Dowling and Centennial. Let's take a look at the Dowling girls. The head coach is Kristen Meyer in her fourth year. They bring a 14-2 record. Des Moines, uh, the Dowling girls ranked number two by the Des Moines Register and number two by the girls' union. 14-2 overall, 6-1 in Central Conference play, and... Coach Myers, assisted by Joel Danner, Scott Babinette, Tom Donahue, Lisa Morrissey-Smith, Jonathan Vanderaw, and Logan Greiner. And Dowling will start this lineup at one guard, Ella McVeigh, five-six junior, averaging four points, two and a half rebounds, coming off that hamstring injury, and she will wear number one. The other guard is Caitlin Clark, leads the team in about six different categories, averaging 34 and a half points, eight and a half rebounds, four and a half assists. Clark, a 5'11 senior, she will wear number 11. And the third guard for the Maroons is Emma Gipple, 5'10 sophomore, averaging five points and five rebounds. She will wear number 23. That one forward for the Maroons is Grace Gaber, 5'11 senior, averaging nine and a half points. She will wear number 31. And at center for Dowling, senior, Nye Tong, a 6'1 senior, averaging five and a half points, four and a half rebounds, and Tong will wear number 45. So it'll be McVeigh, Clark, and uh, Gipple, along with Gaber, and Tong. And the Maroons come in averaging 73.5 points on offense, giving up 51 points on defense. The Maroons have won eight in a row. And earlier this year, they defeated the uh, Centennial Jaguars 59-37 to at the Dowling Gym. And now for the home team on the scoreboard, the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. The head coach is Scott DeYoung in his seventh year here at Centennial. And overall, this is uh, Coach Young's 31st year in coaching. He's won six state titles at Ankeny and one here at Centennial. And they will start this lineup. Bella Robin at one guard. Robin, a 5'8 junior, averaging uh, six, three points, three rebounds, and, and has 16 blocks, leads the team this year. Robin gets a surprise start because of the injury to Alexandria Keanu Harris. So Robin, a 5'8 junior, wearing number two. The other guard is Taylor Runchy. Her dad is the assistant coach, Dave Runchy, here at Centennial. Taylor is a 5'8 senior, averaging four and a half points, to number five. At one forward for the Jags, Jackie Pippett, 5'11 junior, averaging eight points, just under four rebounds, to number 15. And 
The other guard will be Cleo Murray, 5'8", sophomore, averaging nine points, leads the team with 32 steals, and she'll wear number 25. And the other guard is Meg Burns, a 5'10", senior, averaging 12 points, leads the team with 41 made threes. She'll wear number 40. So, again, it's it's Robin, Runchy, Pippett, Murray, and Burns, the five on the floor to start for Ankeny. They come in ranked number 13 in the Class 5A poll out yesterday with an 8-8 eight eight record. Two and five in Central Conference play. They average 55 points on offense and give you give up 39 points on defense. So, Jimmy Cataldo, that is the tail of the tape of the starting lineups. And, again, Robin, who usually comes off the bench for Centennial, now a starter with the injury to Keanu Harris. We look at these opportunities that girls get, you know, at – you're used to coming off the bench, and now you're thrust into the starting lineup. So let's see how Robin does tonight and, and, and takes uh, advantage of her opportunities. All right, our officials who are being introduced uh, tonight, we want to thank them for being here. Of course, that's Brian Orilko, Art Owsley, and Jerry Kinder. We're going to take a break and come back with a tip-off between Dowling and Ankeny Centennial from the Centennial Gym along with Jimmy Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadale. But first... We will have a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with the Dowling Catholic chaplain, uh, Fire, Father Ryan Andrew, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We want to welcome you back here to the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium alongside Jimmy Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for girls basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling on the road at Ankeny Centennial. And uh, the boys game to follow will have both contests here tonight. As we've got a pretty good crowd that uh, has filled this gymnasium. It's always good to see the live band here on uh, Friday nights, uh, Jimmy. They don't get here, but that adds a little bit of a festive as- atmosphere. Well, it, it's it's one of the larger pet bands I've seen uh, on, on these Friday nights, but you know it just adds to the atmosphere of, of, of a good uh, girls high school basketball game. No, it certainly does. And uh, officials are on the floor, and they've signaled the girls that they're ready to play. Jerry Kinder, our lead official, will toss the ball in the air. Art Owsley and Brian Oroko. Round out the officiating crew. We're underway. Dowling went in the tip. And the Maroons going left to right in front of us as we broadcast on the back row right behind the scorer's table here at Ankeny. And Dowling with the ball. With it is Gipple. Dribbles to the top of the key. Dribble handoff to 
Caitlin Clark has the Maroons with their first offensive set. Clark dribbles in the lane, pull-up jumper off the glass, too strong, no good. Ball slapped out of bounds off Ankeny, off Centennial rather, and it'll be Dowling basketball. And one thing you can count on by Centennial, they might be a little undermanned or under understaffed tonight, but they will play tremendous defense as much as they can, Jimmy, and we saw that early. You know, one of the things I was going to look for is is how are they going to play Caitlin Clark, and it just looks like they're just going to play man-to-man on her, uh, help defense when she drives. And that's everybody. Clark for three in the right wing, good in front of head coach Scott DeYoung, and he just shakes his head. It's a Tamian Suns three-pointer for Caitlin, 3 nothing Dowling, and Centennial with the ball. They go right to left. Dowling in their road maroon uniforms, white numbers and letters, and Centennial with a shot at the free throw line. Too strong, no good by Bella Robin. And now a tie-up on the loose ball between McVeigh and Meg Burns. It'll be Centennial basketball. You know, one thing about uh, Scott DeYoung teams, boy, they like to really slow things down, uh, be methodical on their offense, and I think that's probably their best bet tonight to see how, how long they can get into the game with Dowling. And they tried to keep the Maroons out of the 60s and 70s, and the last time these two teams played, they kept Dowling under 60. So, all right. Centennial with the ball. They get it on the baseline. With it is Jackie Pippett, and they'll kick it out, and they'll start over. Jaguars playing catch on the perimeter. Dowling stays man-to-man here on their defensive set. With the basketball is Cleo Murray. couple dribbles. Now to the top of the key, and a whistle and a touch foul by Ellen McVeigh. It'll be the first foul of the ball game, and that might be something that could work in Coach DeYoung. It's like, yep. just if we get the little ticky-tack that's, fouls. I mean, that's a key to this game is, is, is can I get these girls in foul trouble? How long can I let this game go on? Absolutely. And uh, and, and just prolong as much as I can. Right, Jags with it. Here's Cleo Murray down the lane, shot up, and it's partially blocked by Nye Thomas right into the hands of Bella Robin. Centennial will keep the basketball down the lane, shot with the left hand, up and good. Nice job that time by Meg Burns, their leading scorer, and Burns. With her first two points, 3-2 to two Dowling. And now Clark down the lane. Pull-up jumper good from the left mid post. So Clark with five points already. It's 5-2, to two, Dowling by three. As we're underway here in the first quarter. Jags in their home white uniforms with that teal color. Numbers with black border. Down the lane again. A shot up and no good by Taylor Runchy. But draws the foul, says Gary Kinder. And that will be on Nai Tong, her first. You know, there's just nobody there to help defense with, with for, for Nye. I mean, Nye, Nye jumps down uh, on the block on, on the dribble drive and, and nobody there to help out and, and catches one uh, as, as, as she goes to the lane. Five to two is our score. Dowling with the lead here at the Centennial Gym. Jags win bound the ball underneath their own basket. Now it's stolen away by Clark. Caitlin all the way down court and gets around the defender. She goes up and scores. That's her seventh point. As all seven of Dowling's points, seven to two Maroons. And forget we do, you see her do it on the defensive end. Caitlin now with her 39th steal. Now a pull-up jumper no good by Taylor Runchy. Ball goes out of bounds, and they say it went off of Jackie Pippett of Centennial. It'll be Dowling basketball. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's uh, Ankeny Centennial's second offensive rebound. I'm sure that's uh, getting Coach Dander uh, a, little, uh, a little jumpy on that because those are easy rebounds for us. Dowling with the ball. Here's McVeigh with it to Clark coming off a screen by... Nye Tong, her shot from three-point range, no good. Loose ball on the floor, and McVeigh picks it up. She'll launch the three left wing. Good! There's a young lady who's really picked up her shooting, Ella McVeigh, with a Tumian Suns three-pointer and a quick timeout by Ankeny as Dowling's lead is now swelled to nine, or to seven. It's nine to two Maroons, and we'll keep it here with this 30-second break. Mark Amadil, Jimmy Cataldo. Jimmy? It's part of my pregame discussion is that, you know, certain girls are starting to step up, feel more comfortable in, in, the, uh, in the set that Dowling's been running. 
And then you see Caitlin getting more confident in girls around her, starting to look for girls in the open setting. And then you get a, a, a girl like McVeigh hitting threes like that like she has in the last several games. And probably more frustrating for a coach is a play that's designed one way. They do a good job defensively. They almost force a jump ball, and here's the ball squirts out. McVeigh picks it up. Nobody guarding her, shooting a three from the left wing, and that's probably going to drive Coach DeYoung oh. bananas uh, the rest of the night, and that's, that's the timeout. 9-2, Dowling, and Centennial with the ball in the offensive end after the timeout. In the corner, this is Runchy for three. It's good. Taylor Runchy with her 17th three-pointer of the year. That cuts the Dowling lead to four. It's 9-5. to five. Maroons, Clark, dribbling in the front court. Swings it over to McVeigh, right wing. McVeigh looking inside, now dribbles baseline with a couple dribbles. Gets the Nye Tong and reaching foul called on Ankeny as a couple of players got around Nye right about the right elbow. He was just collapsing on Nye and making sure that, that, that she doesn't use her size inside the lane. Drawing the foul. Dowling will throw it in as Gipple gets it into Clark. And she loses control of the basketball and going to recall for the travel. I don't think Caitlin thought she had control of it. When you don't have control of it, then <laughs> but it, I think it's the right call. Sure Osley, I would never disagree with Art Osley. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ankeny Centennial with the basketball. With it is Taylor Runchy. It's on top of the key to Murray. Now they swing it into the uh, free throw line to Robin, who gets the start tonight. Again, Alexandria, Kiana Harris. All seven and a half points and six and a half rebounds out for Ankeny with the ankle injury that she injured earlier in the loss to Waukee on Tuesday night. Ball poked out of bounds, and Centennial gets it. Now top of the key, Meg Burns for three, missed everything. It'll be Dowling basketball as it goes out of bounds into the CISN TV cameraman that's working the baseline. I don't think that's the guy that does the zoom on, I don't uh, think so. on Pollock and Yeager <laughs> to, our, to our left. There's not too many cameras that, that do find the zoom on well, those two. Well, you might two. have to get a couple cameras involved with those two. Nine to five, Dowling with the lead. Now here's McVeigh dribbling baseline, cut off, swings it out to Gipple. Top of the key, Gaber for three. It's off the back iron, too strong, no good. Rebound Ankeny and Bella Robin. Grace got a good look at that, Jimmy, from the left wing. Had plenty of time yeah, to know, shoot it. But and just and that, that's Grace's shot, I mean, mm-hmm. wide open three-point shot, and that's, those are shots that she normally knocks down. She's going to start getting comfortable in this game here. All right, Ankeny with it, dribble penetration, pull-up jumper, good. And that is Jackie Pippett off the dribble penetration by Meg Burns. Kicked it out to Pippett. And she scores, and that's her first basket. And it is 9-7, Dowling with the lead. Now step back from the free throw line by Clark, no good. The ball slapped around. Bodies flying everywhere on the floor. We're going to see a jump ball. And it'll be Dowling basketball, I believe, as first substitution of the game. Ellie Street checks in for the Centennial. A 5'10 sophomore wearing number 14. And checking out will be Cleo Murray. Dowling's basketball, they inbound it. They get it to Gaber in the corner for three. It's up. Good. A Tamiyan Sun three-pointer. Couldn't hit it from the top of the key, but she hit it from the right baseline wing. You know, it's, it's a shooter. I mean, sometimes it, it, it's you're a better shooter when you're contested than when you are opened up. 12-7 to 7, Dowling as we approach the three-minute mark here in the first quarter from the Centennial Gym. Glad you could join us. Girls and boys basketball tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling on the road at Centennial in the girls game right now. The Maroons with a five-point lead. Centennial with the basketball. And uh, running one-hander, no good. But offensive putback up and good by Bella Robin as she put off, put up the missed shot by Taylor Runchy. You know, just another offensive rebound by Centennial. Uh, just girls got to find their their uh, their their uh, their man and, and block them out and get rebounds. Twelve to nine, Dowling. 
They have the basketball. Centennial remains in their man-to-man defense. Here's Gipple with it. Puts the ball on the floor. Dribbles through traffic. Down to the right block. Pass inside the Nitong. It's stolen away by Taylor Runchy for the Centennial. Over to Meg Burns. Burns guarded by Clark. Falls down. And now throws the ball in the backcourt. But I believe Ella McVay is going to pick it up. And she's going to go in. Her shot up with the left hand. No good. Missed everything. And the rebound comes out to Runchy. So McVay had an opportunity. Maybe she was thinking she was going to have a, a foul and was anticipating contact there, well, it, was good, it was great defense by Anthony Centennial. I think she, she's trying to draw the foul, and it just doesn't happen. Got a little out of control going up. Now Pippet around uh, Nai Tong. Her shot too strong off the glass. No good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Clark with it at the free throw line. Behind the back, pull-up jumper. Good. How do you defend that? I think Meg Burns is wondering. <laughs> she was guarding Clark. Nine points for uh, Caitlin. It's just steady. I mean, you know, free throw line, that, that, that's, that's her comfort zone, and... She doesn't miss too many of those. Effortless, I would say, the way she does it. 14-9, Dowling by five. Minute 30 remaining. First quarter. Now here is Meg Burns coming off a ball string. Pull-up jumper. Good at the line. Nice pick that time by Bella Robin. She set the screen, and Burns hits the shot. Well, we talked about Burns is, is, is the person I think you got to get involved most in the Sankany Centennial offense. And that time they found a nice pick up at the top of the key. Hit down the, uh, the 10-foot jumper. 14 to 11. Dowling's lead is three. Maroons with the basketball on the offensive end. Gipple dribble handoff to Clark beyond the three-point arc. Left wing now dribbles to the left elbow. Won't shoot it. Gets to Gaber for three. It's up. Good. Grace Gaber's hit one from the right corner and this one from the left corner. Another to me in Suns reporter, Jimmy. Yeah, that's what she brings to this offense. She's she's a set-up three-point shooter, and when she can knock those downs, they're going to be tough. Burns with it for Centennial. She dribbles into a double team between Clark and Nai Tong. Kicks it back out. Here's Runcher with it, top of the key. Now gets to Pippet. Lobs in the corner to Burns, who's on the left baseline corner. Won't shoot it. Tries to lob it inside. Stolen away by Gipple. 30 seconds remaining. Emma in the front court. One versus three. Leaves it inside for McVeigh. Her shot under is no good. Hit the underside of the basket. Rebound Ankeny with Pippet and 18 seconds remaining. Tough break for McVeigh. I don't. I think when she shot, she didn't realize Just she was didn't under the ball. Didn't understand where she was at. Yep. And Ellis coming off that hamstring injury caused her to miss two games last week. But boy, did she come back in the win over Johnson last Friday. All right, here's Ankeny with it. With two seconds remaining. With it is Street. Her shot at the horn is no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 17, Ankeny Centennial 11, along with Jimmy Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadeo, and we're live here at the... Centennial Gym, Jeff Pickett is our studio producer, back with the second quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Score. Design. Build, renovate. Thank you, CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Karbaka, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-Dental. 
the home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're back here at the Centennial Gym, start of the second quarter. Centennial with the basketball. They worked the ball underneath. Shot up and no good, but the ball poked around on the rebound, and Lizzie Strom shoots and scores off the bench to start the second quarter. And cuts the Dowling lead to 17-13. As we're underway, Dowling's first offense possession here in the second quarter. Corner three by Gary Gaber. Shot was blocked. And that is uh, Ellie Street with the block. So a couple reserves. Coming up with big-time plays here to start the second quarter, Jimmy. It's just, you know, you, you have to understand your environment. I think uh, the girls watching from the bench have seen Gaber hit three, uh, two or three threes. Know she's going to shoot that. And now they work it inside, and it's shot up and good by Bella Robin. That's her fourth point. And all of a sudden, the uh, Dowling lead, it was at one time, up to nine, is now down to two, 17-15. Maroons now underneath Lexi Bowles. Her shot up and good, the assist from Caitlin Clark. Tremendous pass by Caitlin, noticing two girls come on on, on her on the dribble drive. Sees Lexi Bowles at the, at, the, uh, at the block, and she puts it in. Of course, the Maroons led 17-11 at the end of one quarter of play. Both teams did not attempt a free throw in that first quarter. Team fouls, Centennial with two, Dowling with one. And now a long three by Burns off the back iron, too strong, no good. Offensive rebound, Strom, and she couldn't handle the uh, the ball, and it deflects in the hands of Dowling. Here's Clark, long three up off the iron, no good. Fight for the rebound, and Bella Robin with the, comes away with it for Centennial. A little deep, deep three by by uh, but uh, by Caitlin. But you know what? Anytime she gets an open three like that, you got to hope she she puts it up. Centennial with the basketball, Dowling leading by four, 19-15. As we approach the six-minute mark here, of the second quarter. Reminder at halftime, Dowling boys basketball coach Michael Connor will join us. Dowling boys trying to come off a four-game losing streak, and they're going to try to do it against a team that's moved up the rankings since uh, Dowling beat Centennial earlier this month. All right, Centennial passing the ball, and they work it out to Meg Burns from the, uh, on the perimeter. The defense by the Dowling girls. Centennial just taking some time off the clock. They work it inside to Strom. Her shot up, partially blocked, and blocked by Gaber. And we've got a foul called on Lizzie Strom. Great defense by Grace. Ball gets down deep in, in, into the lane. Grace held her position, uses her length, gets a nice block on it. Second team foul on Centennial. Dowling also has two team fouls, McVeigh and Nai Tong with a foul each. 5.40 remaining, second quarter, 19-15. Dowling with the lead here in this girls' contest. So we look forward to talking to Coach O'Connor at halftime. Hope you got a couple questions for him. I know you, you football guys always got questions for basketball coaches. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Here's Clark with it for the Maroons, guarded by Meg Burns. They've been guarding each other. Step back, shot up no good from the free throw line. Ball tipped around and... Centennial comes away with it. They've been getting those hustle rebounds and loose balls. Dribbling in the front court is Strom to Murray. Now to Burns. Out to Pippet. Centennial being very patient with their offensive set here. Here's Burns with it, guarded by Clark. Julia Moore in the Dowling lineup, number 21, came in at that last dead ball. So Centennial looking to post up. They get it inside. Shot block. Bowles with the block and coming away with it, Julia Moore and Dowling. She gets dribbles in the front court. Leaves it for Gipple. Now to Clark. Also in there for Dowling, Meg Simplot getting the uh, 
start here in the second quarter for the Maroons. Clark dribbles baseline, pull-up jumper is off the rim, no good. Ball slapped around, and coming away with it is Centennial. With it is Strom, and she loses it. The other way we go. Now we got a whistle and a foul in the backcourt on Centennial. It'll be on Ellie Street. The one thing you're seeing, you know, early in this game right now is, is, is the Dallin girls standing around waiting for Kalen to make a move to the basket and then, and then making their breaks at that point. You'd really like to see them move around because when they move around, their defense moves around, which does open up some holes for Kalen. Substitution now for Centennial as Avery Porter will check in for head coach Scott DeYoung. So the Jags use, utilizing their whole team, at least here in the first half. Maroons inbound it. McVeigh gets to Gipple. Gipple, Emma dribbles to the baseline, gets it back out to Moore. Can't handle the pass, and now she gets to Simplot. Meg with it, out to McVeigh. Works the right side. As Clark is out of the Dowling lineup right now. McVeigh on the baseline. Gets to Moore. Back to McVeigh. Pull-up jumper, 15-footer. Off the mark, no good. Taylor Runchy and Centennial. Good defense there by the Jags. Clark and Tong and Gaber all on the bench. With uh, Tong now up and ready to check in. Here's Centennial. Ellie Street in there on the baseline. Pull-up jumper. Good. Is that Avery Porter, I believe, that just checked in? No, number 15, that's Pippet. Jackie Pippett. So Pippett with her fourth point, 19-17, the Dowling lead two. Here's McVeigh with it. To Moore, Julia. Skip pass over in the corner to Simplot for three. It's no good. Rebound slapped around. Dowling comes away with it. Here's Gipple with it. Underneath the pass going to Simplot, poked away by Ankeny Centennial. I'll tell you what, the Jags are playing good defense, and Coach Young cheering him on. I know he's under under man tonight, so to speak. It's it's sort of what we talked about pregame. You know, as 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 you know, Scott Young knows that to be in this game, they got to play great defense, slow the game down, control the tempo, and uh, hope the good things happen late in the game. And make Dowling work for a shot, and they have thus far. Clark's out of the lineup. Here's Moore with the dribble handoff from McVeigh. Julia, the left-hander, gets the ball on the left side. Corner three by Simplot, no good, and a rebound out of there by Runchy. Centennial a chance to tie or take the lead. Runchy in the front court. Gets it to Street. Now up top it goes to Robin. They play catch in the perimeter. This is Avery Porter with it, guarded by Gipple. Now with it is Taylor Runchy, and now Centennial will start their offense. They'll flip-flop their wings and work the right side. This is Porter with it. Top of the key it goes to Pippett. They lob it inside to Robin. They draw the foul. It'll be out of bounds to Centennial, but a foul on Dowling. Well, you just see, I mean, it, it, you, you see what he's trying to do. You know, set set his offense, get his girls moving around, work for the easy high percentage shot, which they're not missing too many shots early in this game. Uh, if they can control some of their turnovers or get most of the offensive rebounds at this point, uh, it's, 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 this is lining up exactly how uh, Scott DeYoung had hoped for. Yeah, and he's uh, doing a good job with his rotation. He's got a lot of kids in. I think he's played eight kids if I uh, – see right and now they're working inside they work a lot of iso jimmy and you heard that you know that term from football they work a lot of iso as they're spreading the court and a foul on uh nai tong that's her second and they're uh he's trying to get one or two players that have a little bit of height to get alone in the lane four out one in and it's worked and it does i mean uh, you know they're not that big of a three-point threat you don't really need to chase them beyond the three-point they can sag back down help out nai on that first free throws of the night Jackie Pippett hits the first. She's got five points. Second free throw up and off the rim, no good. Rebound Dowling. 19-18, Dowling by one. 
Two and a half minutes remaining in the first half. Caitlin Clark returns to the Maroon lineup. Dribble handoff to Gaber. Grace with it. Between the circles. Now they work the right side. Here's Clark with it. Double team. Works the baseline. Now reverses into the lane. Tries to get the pass off. Stolen away. Good defense that time. As Runchy with the uh, steal. Now down court. Clark, her shot up and good, and she hits the deck. So quite a tr- possession there. That's Clark's first points of the second half or the second quarter. It's 21-18, but what a flurry there. You can't let up on her. You can't let up on Clark. Uh, she plays the entire court. Clark with 11 points, and now we've got a whistle. Another foul, says Brian Orocco. And that'll be on Caitlin Clark, her first. 21-18, Dowling. Minute 50 remaining here in the second quarter. Pretty good crowd here at the Centennial Gym tonight. We'll have both games on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now the inbounds play. Burns for three. It's no good. Ball tipped out of bounds, and it'll be Dowling basketball. They say it went off of uh, Bella Robin. And the Maroons will inbound the ball. Substitution for Ankeny. Centennial Lizzie Strom will take the place of Jackie Pippett, who's done a pretty good job. She's trying to post up low with that four-out one in that Ankeny's been running offensively. Had Ronchi held on to that ball a little bit longer. Uh, uh, Ella McVeigh had fallen on that last inbounds play and left her girl wide open in the middle of the lane. Uh, but but had, had just missed it, uh, throwing the ball in. Now Burns with, picks up the foul. She went right around Clark to uh, force a turnover. And they're going to call her for the foul. So that'll be 15 foul on Centennial. Burns is first. And the Maroons will inbound the ball. Gipple throws it into Clark. Beyond the three-point arc. That's where she'll shoot it. In and out, no good. And the rebound, Bella Robin and Centennial. Jags with it. A chance to tie or cut the Dowling lead to one with a minute and a half remaining in the half. Now a whistle and a reaching foul by McVeigh, and that'll be her third. Something that's got to really frustrate Coach Meyer. I mean, that's that's 22 feet away from the basket. Get caught on a, on a reach-in foul. You really just didn't need to didn't need to have this late in the, in the in the half. And part of that has to do with that flurry we saw earlier, where Clark ended up getting the uncontested layup. But there was a flurry, some contact, yeah. nothing called. And the officials probably thought, you know, nobody had the advantage, but there was a loose ball, and then Ella gets caught with you know a, a touch foul. Now backdoor cut by Burns. Her shot off the glass, no good. Rebound Clark. Minute 10 remaining. Clark in the front court. Down the lane. Puts up a shot. It's no good. Partially blocked. Gets her own rebound. Caitlin spins in the lane. Shot up good. The basket will count. And a foul on Centennial. How just, about that? Just stayed with it. You know, she, she was contested. She had three girls on her. Puts a shot up. Contested. Gets her own rebound. Puts it back in. Second Throwing foul on Burns. So Burns for Centennial and McVeigh for Dowling in foul trouble. And she'll have a seat on the bench. Free throws coming, one, an and one here for Caitlin Clark, who has 13 first-half points. And the free throw for the and one is good. That is Dowling's first free throw of the night for Caitlin Clark, her 14th point. Minute to play, and it's 24-18, Dowling by six. And let's see if Centennial will hold for the final shot of the half here, Jimmy. That'll be something they could probably do, depending on how the uh, sequence goes here. Being down six late in the first half. I'm sure Coach DeYoung would, would love to hold this, get the last shot, maybe go in just down four. And here's Robin with it, dribbles down to the left block, finds her teammate, and a nice little give and go that time to Lizzie Strom, who shoots and scores. They will not hold for the last shot, and Strom off the bench with four. Clark now, 30 seconds remaining in the front court for Dowling, gets it over to Julia Moore, over to Gaber. Gaber has to track down the pass to Clark. Clark guarded by Ellie Street here, beyond the three-point arc. See if the Maroons hold for the final shot. Clark will launch a three. It's up and no good. Naitan tips it right into the hands of Lizzie Strom. And Centennial has the ball with 10 seconds to play in the half. 
And they will get the final shot. Possession arrow favors Dowling. Now, a tie-up on the ball, and now Runchy runs right into Nye Tong. Half-court shot by Moore is no good, and we've come to halftime with Dowling Catholic leading Ankeny Centennial 24-20 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And I tell you what, uh, Coach Cataldo, this has been quite a first half. Centennial's got to be happy just trailing by four. And understaffed, under, undermanned tonight with the uh, injury to Kiana Harris for Centennial. But the Jags played a very steady and held Dowling to a low-scoring first half. Well, they were the more the aggressor in the first half. I mean, they slowed the game down, which I would believe Coach DeYoung was, was a, a focus for him. They're playing great defense. They're getting the 50-50 balls, which are the offensive rebounds. Hey, they finished this half with six offensive rebounds. Uh, didn't miss too many shots. They got a lot of uh, high-percentage shots in the lane. Uh, but they, they, they held the ball late in the possession and got uh, got those easy shots in the lane just to be down four uh, at halftime. I think they take that any day of the week. Halftime score, Dowling 24 and Ankeny Centennial 20. We'll return to the Ankeny Centennial gym. Along with Jimmy Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadell. Head coach Michael Connor of the Boys Coast will join us next here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And welcome back to halftime here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym. Now, Jimmy, I know your uh, one daughter didn't do dance, but your other one is uh, was a cheerleader. But this is quite a dance performance by the uh, dance team here at Ankeny Centennial. We have at halftime. In high school, I, <laughs> I think I I was a break dancer in high school. Oh, Say dance. that again. Uh, I, thought, I thought Jimmy was a dancer. In high oh yeah, well him and his uh, Uber driver here, <laughs> they do a tremendous job with their uh, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Connor joins us here at halftime. Dowling girls leading 24-20. OC, thanks for joining us. Long time no see. Has it been a week since you played? Is that right? It's been a week since we played, and it's been a good week off. We, we needed some time off and needed a chance to get back in the gym and practice. Well, you had that chance, and, uh, you know, what a, what, a, what a week you had last week. You yeah, had let's home not games. talk about that week anymore. Well, let's yeah. talk about practices, uh, you know, in the meantime, since last uh, Friday night. Let's, let's talk about that. I know you've got uh, a young man who's going to come off the bench tonight because he got a little bit of a flu bug going around. You don't want to see that. Ryan Riggs will play, but he won't start. Is that correct, Coach? Uh, that is correct. Uh, Ryan came down with something on Monday and uh, missed three days of school and was back yesterday. Uh, practiced some last night. Uh, wasn't full goal, but, but did a... A fair share of work and went through the walkthrough tonight and feels good. He's not 100%. Okay. Um, but he'll play, and we'll see how much he can give us. Obviously, he's a pretty important part of our team and um, is a matchup problem for our opponents. So the more he can play, the better. But uh, we also need him to be healthy long term, so we got to be smart with him tonight. And 
what a year you've had. You, you start off, you know, going to Iowa City and losing to West, who's ranked number one right now. You win eight straight, then all of a sudden now you hit some kind of a wall. And without maybe one game and that four-game losing streak, one game maybe you know, with Waukee, and they haven't won since they beat yeah. you, uh, a couple of uh, you know nail biters, and you know that's how close this conference is. And you saw the brunt of it here in the last uh, week or so. But you know these are these are kids you're coaching that are high school juniors, seniors, a couple of a freshmen and a sophomore. Confidence is a big factor in this game, especially Huge. when we're out here Huge. in front of the fans. Talk Huge. about a little bit of that with you and your staff have been dealing with this week. You know, it was. As difficult as a four-game losing streak is to go through, and, and hopefully we can finish that tonight, we need this adversity. We needed something to push us and challenge us because the eight wins, you tend to get a little full of yourself. You, you tend to think that, hey, we, we don't have flaws. And as coaches, you can tell kids to your blue in the face that, hey, we still need to work on these things. When you actually have tangible evidence that these things aren't working, now you can go back and really coach. And... It's been difficult. Um, it's never easy when you lose like that because it's human nature to question what you do as coaches, as players. And um, we've tried to be really positive with the kids this week and find the good in what they do. And we've had a good week of practice. Uh, but really, once we get through this, whenever we do, I, I think we'll look back on it and say it, it was really for the best. We, we needed this. We needed to be pushed. We needed to be challenged. And we needed to learn that we were all capable of, of doing a little bit more. You know, what we did to win eight in a row was, was good, but in order to get to the spots that we want to get long-term, there were still some areas we needed to grow in, and we've been able to kind of focus on those things here this week. You know, Coach, watching you guys over, over your entire season, I would, I would say that your kids play really, really hard. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's not a lack of effort. I think you run into uh, the ups and downs of a season, and, and, and you hit this four-game game, you know, skid, whatever, but... You know, as 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 I know, you're a you're you're a, a film guy, and you're you're watching film. Over this week break that you had, what are the one or two things that you've seen on film that you know if we get better at this or that, you know, we're going to get out of this and we're going to be taken off because effort by far, you guys are hitting that one. Well, I appreciate you saying that because that's always a big thing with kids, and, and you talk to a lot of coaches this day and age, they'll, they'll tell you it's hard to get kids to play hard, and we're lucky we have kids that just naturally do that. Um, but the two things that we've probably harped on more this week than anything are dealing with adversity because when we faced it, we, we haven't handled it well. We've always fought back, but it's taken us a while to start fighting back. Instead of, you know, it being a 10-0 run, maybe we can get it down to a 4-0 run. And, and in, in peace with that, we also have to learn to value possession. We need to become a little bit more selective on offense of, hey, we can be aggressive now. Now we need to run the clock a little bit. They've, they've scored two buckets in a row. It's okay for us to hold it. Um, so those two things. And the third thing we've talked about quite a bit is just consistency in who we are. We showed in every one of those games we lost, we had good stretches. But we had some stretches that weren't very good, and, and they were too long. You, you've got to really find ways to limit those. And those are the three things we focused on. We tried to point that out in film when we filmed our practices this week. And we really do feel like we got better this week. Now, whether or not it will show up tonight or tomorrow, we don't know. But we, we did have a good week. And you mentioned, obviously, you got Coach Fontana and Centennial tonight who's having a tremendous year there. They've won, uh, what, 19 of the last 21 games. Their only loss was Waukee last year in the sub-state final to go to I think, our semifinal. And to you earlier this month, that's only two losses. And now they have the rematch here at their gym, so that'll be big. But tomorrow you have an opportunity to go to Cedar Rapids and take on uh, Dubuque-Hempstead uh, in a game that will be played with a shot clock. Yeah. 
So that'll be uh, interesting for the kids tomorrow. It'll be a great opportunity, and, and I, I hope that this is something that leads to bigger things with the shot clock in the state of Iowa. I'm, I'm a big support of it. I, I think it changes our game. Education, the world of education is all what can we do to help prepare our kids for the real world. And everything we do is how can we prepare them better. We don't do that in basketball in high school. We don't play the same rules that college plays with. That's if, if we're trying to prepare them for what's next, that's what we should be playing with or something close to it. Um, it'll be great for us, great experience. We did some stuff last night in practice with the shot clock, and it changes it. Um, kids don't realize that, but it, it does change it. It'll be a great experience for us tomorrow. You know, everything is, is, is right in front of you tonight. Obviously, this is a big focus, big game for you guys. But I can't, I can't uh, be remiss, but for you to see the pairing or the districts for the state to come out today, what's your initial thoughts when you see that? Um, truth be told, I, somebody texted me and said they're out. With the way we've played, I honestly have not been worried about it because I, my thought was if, if we can't get straight, it doesn't matter who we're with. If we get straight, it doesn't matter who we're with. We, we feel like when we're right, we're pretty good. But when we're not, we, we can be beaten by anyone. So I thought it was great that the state broke up um, the Sioux City Council Bluffs area. Yes, I thought that was great. Um, I think that bodes well for our conference to maybe get three or four teams down there. Um, it's a tough job. It's not perfect. Um, but we're looking forward to it. But honestly, we got to get better tonight. we got to get better tomorrow. And I know that's coach speak, but it's so true. We can't worry about that if we start we start playing better. The game plan you had against Centennial up at your place uh, back early January, McCullough fouls out in the third quarter. you got a lot of kids in foul trouble, and that's when you were really playing well offensively and defensively. Tonight, you know, Centennial scouted you very well. I know, I know Bob was, Coach Fontana was at the Urbandale game, and that was actually your last win. You know, talk about preparation for Centennial the second time because this atmosphere, they're going to be coming for you. Yeah, and that's, everybody comes for us. I, I hate to say that, but we, we get every game. So sure. I don't know that this is that much different. I, I think we really feel like every, you know, what in football, Jimmy, everybody wants to be down. Um, we've got to come out and focus on us and play better. We need to play more consistent offense, defense. Um, we've got to win rebounding tonight. If we don't win rebounding, we can't win the game. Uh, I think the only time they've beaten the boards this year was the game we beat them. And if we can do that again, I, I think we'll have a nice shot tonight. But if, if you can't win the boards against them, you will not win. OC, best of luck tonight and tomorrow. And thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks, guys. Michael Cunner, the Dowling boys basketball coach, join us here at halftime. We'll take a break. Dowling girls lead 24-20 at halftime. Back in one minute, the start of the second half on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. 
R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985. Solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're underway here in the second half. And it's Dowling leading out to one, 24-23 over Ankeny Centennial after Dowling had a four-point lead. Now a steal by Clark. Caitlin underneath and a layup good. A steal and basket by Caitlin Clark. And the Maroons now lead 26-23 as we have six and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter from the Ankeny Centennial Gym. Mark Amadale joined by Jimmy Cattata. I want to thank Michael Connor, the Dowling boys coach, our guest at halftime. And a nice spark by Centennial here in the second half. Now they get it inside and a shot from the right block up and good by Jackie Pippett, and that's her seventh point. And Centennial with a three-point basket by Murray, and now Pippett's basket, Jimmy. And they are on a 5-2 run here at the start of the third quarter. Here's Clark in the baseline. Pull-up jumper is no good. Ball slapped out of bounds off Nitong. It'll be Centennial basketball. Well, you see Centennial came right out of the half, hits a three-point shot. Downley comes down, misses an easy layup by Nye, and, uh, and it's just back and forth to begin the second half, and they've drawn it to one. Centennial in the front court as both teams trade baskets here to start the second half. And now dribbling down is Murray, and she's better off shooting. She passed right as she got the block. Now Clark for three. It's off the back iron, no good. Rebound Dowling and Gaber. And Coach uh, Kristen Meyer of Dowling says, hey, let's set our offense. And now Nye Tong in the lane. Turn around, shot off the rim, no good. Rebound Clark, and it's up in the end of the putback. And how did Caitlin get underneath there? Just tremendous uh, you know, possession by Dowling in the sense that they got two offensive rebounds, which creates two extra possessions and allows uh, Caitlin to get an easy two-foot uh, basket. 30-second uh, timeout called by Dowling after that made basket. 28-25 Maroons. And let's take a look at the scoring in the first half for Dowling. The Maroons were led by Caitlin Clark at halftime, 14 points. She now has two more here in the third quarter for 16 points tonight. She's followed by Grace Gaber with a pair of Tamiya and Sons three-pointer for six points. Two points for Lexi Bowles off the bench for the Maroons. And Ella McVeigh with three points. Dowling was one of one at the free throw line in the first half. For Centennial, they are led at halftime by Jackie Pippen, who had five points. She now has seven with a made basket here in the third quarter. Four points each for Lizzie Strom and Meg Burns. Bella Robin with four points, but Robin got the start due to the injury to Kiana Harris, who's out for the night with a twisted ankle. Another steal as Caitlin Clark back to action. Behind the back, reverse layup. Up good, the basket will count, and a foul on Agony, and that'll be on, I believe, Taylor Runchy. And on Runchy, that'll be her first, but what a move by Clark. Steal and reverse layup basket. It's her third steal of the second half, and it just kind of is, is what, you know, this is what Caitlin does. You know, when the games get tight, the ball in her hands. She wants control, uh, and, and, and she produces. And we've got a full timeout, I believe, called by Scott DeYoung. We'll take one ourselves. Five minutes, 15 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. It's Dowling 30, Ankeny Centennial 25 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at Smile 
sale.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. And welcome back to the Centennial Gym. Out of the timeout by Ankeny Centennial, Caitlin Clark completes the three-point play, and she now has 19 points, 31-25. The Dowling leads sixth, and Centennial underneath. And a shot by Cleo Murray is no good. And a whistle and a foul called on Bowles. Lexi back in the lineup, and free throws coming for Murray. Just a tough foul by Lexi. I mean, she had the position. She, she had Murray underneath the basket where Murray couldn't do much. But she just uh, hung over with her arms a little bit yeah. and drew the foul. First free throw, no good by Murray. She has one three-point basket tonight. Second free throw, good. So Murray with four points. 31-26, Dowling. Here's Clark. And she's amped it up here in the second half. Running jumper off the glass, good. And Caitlin now has got that look that we see so many times. And the put back up and good. So Clark with her seventh point here in the third quarter. 21 points in the contest. And Dowling up to a 33-26 lead over Centennial. Four minutes, 40 seconds remaining. Third quarter. Centennial with the basketball left to right now. Here at the Centennial Gym, Jackie Pippett coming, sets a ball screen for Strom. Now they get it over to Meg Burns. Burns, a leading scorer for Ankeny. Second leading scorer for the Jaguars, Keanu Harris, out tonight with an injury and will not play. Dressed on the uh, bench. Jags work it inside, and a shot up and no good. They'll call a foul before the shot, says Brian Orilko, and a foul on Dowling. We'll see who it's on. We'll call it on Julia Moore with the foul. And return to the Centennial lineup is Ellie Street. And return to the Dowling lineup makes Simplot for Emma Gipple. Centennial inbound the ball. They look inside. Now they get it out to Robin. Dribbles to the free throw or dribbles to the lane. Her shot no good over Bowles. Second free throw no or second shot no good. Rebounded by Dowling. Bowles affected that. Clark with the rebound. Out to Simplot. Gets in the corner. More for three. It's off the back iron. No good. And a rebound out to the Jaguars and Bella Robin. Probably not the possession that Dowling was looking for. You know, run the clock a little bit. Find something a little bit more open than the, uh, the you know, 15-foot three-point shot from the corner. It was Runchy with the rebound. Dribbles in the front court. And now whistling a foul on Dowling. And they're going to get uh, Gaber for the foul. And on Grace, that'll be her first. Thirteen foul on Dowling here in the second half. So both Centennial and Dowling with three fouls each here in the third quarter. 33-26 Maroons. 3.50 remaining. Centennial inbound the ball underneath their own basket. They get it to Lizzie Strom. To Meg Burns. Burns dribbles down the lane. Her pass stolen away by the Maroons. Nice job by Simplot. Now a loose ball on the floor, and we got a jump ball called, says Art Owlsley. And it'll be possession arrow favoring Centennial. And we've seen a lot of... I, I, a lot of a lot of loose balls, 50-50s. A lot of people diving on the floor. I think we got away with the travel there. Uh, but anyhow, I think you know, it's nice seeing the girls diving around, 
trying to get loose balls, um, and we've gotten our, our fair share of them. Well, this is uh, where we're going between these two teams. The scoring is favors Centennial. Now coming around a ball screen, runch in a lane, and a traveling called on Taylor. So she ran into a wall there, and they could have called a charge. They <laughs> elected to call the travel. But the problem was it was her own player that she ran into. That's true. <laughs> That's true. 33-26, Dowling. Here's Gaber on the baseline. Grace gets it out. Here's Moore with it. Finds Bowles underneath. Shot off the glass. Good. Good give and go that time. The freshman, so much Julie better, Moore. So much better job by Julie Moore. That time she had the open shot three like she did the possession before. Instead, she drove the basket. Uh, girls contested on her, and she dropped uh, a, a nice pass to Lexi Bowles, who, can, who uh, finished at the, at the basket. Timeout called. This will be a 30-second timeout by head coach Scott DeYoung and the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. 3.05 remaining here in the third quarter. We'll keep it here. I want to recognize our supporters and sponsors tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Kemen, Dental Associates, Ashworth Vision Clinic, and Construction Professionals. Reminder, all Dowling three-point made baskets are supported and sponsored by Tamiya & Sons, 1501 Southeast 1st Street in Des Moines, just south of Principal Park. Say hello to Mario, Joe, Joe Jr., and Louie and... You saw one of them today. You didn't, you didn't think about bringing anything up to Ankeny. They, they will provide food to the Ankeny area, Jimmy. You know, it was so good to see Joe Sr. walking around. You know, I've known that guy for 25 years, and the man just does not age. He's awesome. And he, he looks just great. He He's awesome. Great. Of course, I like going in there and ordering that JoJo special. You and your Uber driver kind of like that every <laughs> once in a while. You can also order online at tomeandsons.net or give them a call, 515-282-7976. One of those guys and gals will answer the phone and take your order today. We thank Tomee and Sons. Underway, out of the 30-second timeout called by Centennial, they now have two timeouts remaining. Dowling has four at their disposal. Corner three up and good by Lizzie Strom. Just her fourth three of the year and her seventh point tonight. It's 35-29 Dowling. Now the Maroons with the shot by Bowles, no good. Ball slapped around by Runchy. Now a breakaway, and here's Murray with the basket up and good. Cleo Murray gets a breakaway, and that is her sixth point all here in the third quarter. Everything Coach Young you know, drew up coming out of that timeout. Uh, you know, five points coming out of that timeout. Dowling just going to get back in control here. All right, Clark dribbles in the front court for Dowling. Pass goes over to Gaber and gets it right back. Clark with it, lobs it inside to... Bowles, and her shot is blocked out of bounds off of Strom. It'll be Dowling basketball, and the Maroons win bound underneath their own basket. And I'll tell you what, Ankeny, he's called, Coach, Coach DeYoung has called timeouts the right time to stem yeah. the tide, to, to stop the momentum of Dowling. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it's showing his his uh, expertise at, at, at this game and and knows how to run, this, uh, run the clock here. Here's Clark for three. Good. Oh, my goodness. Came off a ball string and... Knocked it down from just to the left of the top of the key. Caitlin Clark with another to me in Suns three-pointer. Haven't seen McVay uh, much this quarter. He picked up her third foul uh, at the end of the first half and, and has uh, sat the bench most of this quarter. Yeah, the three fouls. Clark with her 24th point, 38-31, Dowling by seven. The Maroons' largest lead tonight was nine points early in the first quarter. Now Centennial with it, and they've been... Working their deliberate offense, four out and one in. Right now they've got Strom in the paint. Now a long three up and good by Bella Robin from beyond the three-point arc, left wing. Wow. Robin with her first three of the night. She's got seven here, Jimmy. Just timely shots. I mean, you know, when you need it the most, these these, these girls are stepping up, hitting three-point shots, continuing to put a little bit of pressure on Dowling. 
All right, Moore with it for the Maroons in the front court. Gets it to Gipple. Now Bowles down the lane. Her shot up. Good. Lexi Bowles took the ball at the free throw line, and nobody picked her up, and she scored an uncontested layup. She now has six points off the bench for the Maroons. Just a power move by Lexi. I mean, if you look at her stats, she's shooting 67% from the field, and if you can get that kind of production by a center, uh, you'll take it every day. All right, here is Strom for attempting the three. It's stolen away by Clark. Caitlin down the left side. Her layup is short. Hits the underside of the rim and rebounded by Centennial. And this is Ellie Street with it, dribbling in the lane. And her shot up and good with the left hand. Nice job by Ellie Street. Got the rebound and took it down and scored. You see Caitlin just trying to draw the foul on that last steal. And, and by doing so, she put herself in a tough spot to, to, to shoot the layup and she missed. Street with her first two points of the game. 40-36 to 36 is our score. Dowling by four. 15 seconds remaining here at the end of the third quarter. And possession arrow favors Dowling. The Maroons are going to try to hold for one. And now Clark fakes the dribble handoff, and he has a stone away. Poked away by Robin. Into the hands of Street. Now Strom with it. He's still launching at the horn. It's no good. And we've come to the end of the third quarter. What a game we have. The score, Dowling 40. Ankeny Centennial 36, along with Jimmy Cattaro. I'm Mark Amadeo, back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And we're back here at the Centennial Gymnasium here in Ankeny. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo as uh, Ankeny Centennial and Dowling play to a 16-16 tie in that third quarter. Dowling is uh, 2 of 2 from the free throw line tonight. Both were by Caitlin Clark. And now we got a five-second call as Dowling's first possession. Clark had the ball too long, and Cleo Murray Gardner didn't attack the uh, basket in a five-second call. Centennial 2 of 4 at the free throw line. And Dowling two for two, but uh, Centennial, this yep. is their game. It's a low-scoring game, and it's a four-point Dowling lead, Jimmy. And this is what, what they do. They frustrate you, and you can start seeing a little bit of the frustration in some of the players at Dowling. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a great opportunity for, for Coach Meyer to talk about, you know, this is the type of game we need. You know, when, when, the, when the game is tight, you know, we're up four. Uh, we're playing deep in the, in, in, the, in the sets. These are the type of games we haven't had. And, uh, and to control your, your emotions a little bit, don't get frustrated with the game. Of course, the girls' regionals have not come out yet. They will come out here in about a couple of weeks. Now in the lane, a shot no good by Murray, but she tracks down the rebound as she went right around uh, Nai Tong, who gets the fourth quarter start. And I think Dowling's back to their original starting five. McVeigh's back in. Now a little backdoor cut, lead good. A little high-low action there by Centennial, and they've cut the Dowling lead to two as a basket by Jackie Pippett, and that is her ninth point. It's a great offensive set by Coach DeYoung. I mean, calling it high-low, no help from behind, 
uh, for Grace Gaber and uh, easy easy layup. Uh, steal by Runchy, the pass from Clark, and now Centennial the other way. Street with it. In the lane, shot off the glass, too strong. Tip no good, and the rebound comes out to Dowling and Nai Tong. 40-38. Dowling by two. Centennial has not had the lead tonight. Now Clark in the lane and draws the foul before the shot. As our official Art Osley will say the ball will be out of bounds. They wave the shot off, and the foul is on Ellie Street. That's her second. Team foul number four, I believe. Check that. Team foul number three on Centennial. Gipple will inbound it for Dowling. Gets to Gaber. They look inside to Clark. Right block. A head fake and a shot off the glass. Good. She went right around two players. The girl Gardner and the girl who came to help. Caitlin Clark with 26 to lead Dowling. That's the time when you think Caitlin's going to control the game, take it, take over. Uh, it'd be nice to see the other girls moving around a little bit. Now a shot blocked by uh, Knight. Centennial's Cleo Murray. Murray shot blocked. Dowling with the rebound. Here's Clark in the front court. Guarded well by Ellie Street. Works baseline and picks up and drew the foul. Hits the deck. It'll be out of bounds to Dowling. And that'll be foul number team foul number four on Centennial. And that'll be on Ellie Street, her third. And that'll get Meg Burns back in the lineup. And head coach Kristen Meyer and Dowling wants a timeout. It'll be a full timeout. Along with studio producer Jeff Piggott, I'm Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo alongside tonight, Dowling 42, and Centennial 38 here in the fourth quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation, to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Centennial Gym. As we approach the six-minute mark, Dowling leads by four. Now Clark has shot off the glass on the inbounds play. It's no good. Marines called the timeout after the ball was knocked out of bounds by Centennial, and they got a shot by Clark off the glass at bank no good, and uh, Centennial with the ball and a chance to cut the Dowling lead to two or one. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo tonight, and here's Meg Burns for three. It's up and good right over Caitlin Clark. Burns with her. First three-pointer of the night. She's got seven points, and all of a sudden, it's a one-point Dowling lead with 5.40 remaining here in the fourth quarter, Jimmy. Well, I'm just going to see what uh, what set she's going to call, uh, Coach Meyer. Now Clark with so- the shot. It's no good. McVeigh tracks down the rebound, tries to get it to Nai Tong, and the ball is stolen away as it got loose on the floor, and here's Centennial with it. A chance to take their first lead of the contest. Maroons have led by nine back in the first quarter. Centennial's not led at all. Again, a little bit of frustration around Dowling. You know, getting out of their game a little bit, and that's what a Scott DeYoung defense will do to you uh, by controlling the tempo of this game. Dowling with all five starters out there. McVeigh, Gipple, Clark, Gaber, and Tong. Under five minutes to play. Centennial with the basketball. This is Pippett with it. Has the ball 
Knocked out of bounds. It'll be off of uh, Centennial. Went off of Meg Burns. And now Dowling will take over. Substitutions now. They'll take Nightong out and put in Lexi Bowles in the paint for the Maroons. Clark is going to come out here for Dowling. And I believe Meg Simplot replaces her. So Clark and Tong out. Here's Gipple with it. Emma in the front court. A little pressure in the back court by Centennial. They lob it inside the Bulls. Ball thrown away and safe from going out of bounds. It'll be Centennial basketball as an errant pass to Bulls. Saved by Gipple, but she stepped on the baseline. It's not a bad substitution by Coach Myers. I can see the frustration on Caitlin coming out of the game, but, you know, this is going to come, come down to the very end. It's a good chance for her to get a little bit of a break to go for the stretch run at the end. Dowling has three timeouts remaining. Centennial has two fouls. Centennial with four. Dowling with three team fouls. Four and a half minutes remaining. Centennial with the basketball. Here's Pippett. Kicks it out to Burns. Dribble drives the lane. Over Bowles. Blocked by Bowles. Lexi with the big block. And we got a whistle and a foul. As Bowles got the rebound, too, and a foul on, the, on Centennial. And that'll be on Jackie Pippett, her second. Actually, her, yeah, her second foul. And the 15 foul on Centennial. Now, full court pressure here by the Jaguars. Dowling will throw it in with Gipple to Bowles to Bulls, and now Gipple will run the point as Clark is on the bench. Caitlin tonight with just one foul. And now a steal, but retrieved by Gipple. It gets to McVeigh in the front court. Ellen the corner to Gaber. Fakes the three. Now dribbles to the lane. Gets it back out. This is Gipple with it, and Dowling will run their offense. Something we haven't seen a whole lot without Caitlin Clark in a meaningful part of the game, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Coach Young calls a, a full-court press knowing that they don't have a true ball handler in there and almost got the steal there. Here's Gaber with it, drives, and she's fouled on the drive, makes the basket, they'll wave it off, and a whistle on the foul. This will be the 16th foul on Centennial. And they will issue Ellie Street her fourth foul. Street, a 5'10 sophomore who's played a lot of post time tonight in the absence of uh, Alexandria Kiana Davis, the six-foot senior out for Centennial. And she's gotten a lot of playing time, although Bella Robbins started for her. Dowling went down the ball. They get it to Bowles. Backdoor cut and a layup. Up and good. How about that? Makes Simplot with the basket. And that's her first basket of the game there, Jimmy. And Dowling by three. Fantastic cut by Simplot. Uh, Lexi Bowles sees her across the lane, converting on the two-point shot. Big, big, big make. And now a long three. Missed everything by Cleo Murray. Out of bounds to Dowling. Dowling by three, 44-41. Caitlin Clark back in the lineup for Dowling. Three minutes and 30 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's Clark, Gipple, Bowles, along with Meg Simplot and Grace Gaber, the five on the floor for Dowling. Here's Bowles with it. Dribble handoff, stolen away by Meg Burns, and a foul by Clark. A little careless there. Bowles tried to hand it off on that dribble handoff to Caitlin, and I'll tell you what, Burns blew that one up and drew the and a foul now on Clark, and that'll be her second. It's the inability to spread the court. In, in that possession by Dowling, forces that turnover, uh, looking for the handoff pass, and is bringing three girls in the middle of that uh, in the middle of that play for an easy turnover. For the last matchup against Centennial, Dowling won 59-37. We're going to struggle to get the 50. It's 44-41 Dowling as we approach the three-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Centennial, who's lost two in a row to Ames and Waukee here in the last week. Trying to, get, trying to snap a two-game losing streak. Now we've got a timeout by head coach Scott DeYoung. He'll have one remaining after this, and this will be a full timeout. We'll take a break with 
2.55 remaining, fourth quarter. Dowling 44, Ankeny Centennial 41. We're back to more, more girls basketball here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym after these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Centennial Gym. Two minutes, 45 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 44, Centennial 41. Centennial with the ball. A shot by Lizzie Strom. No good. She got too deep. Did you try to attempt that layup? Rebound out to Dowling. And Maroons have it. Caitlin Clark with it. Maroons going with uh, three of their starting five as it's uh, Clark, Simplot, Gipple. Bowles now in at center and Gaber. Gipple with the basketball. She's double team. Tries to get it to... Caitlin Clark and Coach uh, Kristen Meyer calls a timeout to save a possession. And it'll be Dowling basketball. And we're going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with 2.25 remaining here in the fourth quarter, 44-41. So each possession, Jimmy, is going to be very important. And you mentioned during the timeout by uh, Centennial, they had a set play called, and they got a good shot. But unfortunately for Centennial, she got too far into the basket before she attempted it, and that could be – a good defense by Dowling, it's, too. It's, it's certainly one you would wish you had back because it's a wide-open layup, just took it a little bit too deep. Uh, but that's one, certainly, that should have been converted. Dowling looking to, to, to cut some time off the clock, which is a little bit out of their game, uh, you know, watching them over the course of the season. Uh, so you can see that they're trying to find a way to, 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 to pass it around the perimeter, take some of the clock off. All right, Dowling inbounds the ball. They get it to Clark after Gipple throws it in. Caitlin driven between the uh, circles. Works the right side. 2.15 remaining in the fourth quarter. Dowling by three. Here's Bowles with it. Lexi dribbles to the left block. Jump stops. Gets it out to Gaber. Grace back to Bowles. Left side. Double team. Shot off the glass. Good! Huge basket by Lexi Bowles, who has six of her eight points here in the second half. Dowling by five. 46-41. Under two minutes to play. And that was a great execution. Little two-person game on the left side there, Jimmy. You know, Lexi got the ball on the block. Wasn't quite deep enough. Passed it back out. Reset herself to get a, a closer shot at the basket. Tremendous late-game late, late game basket by Lexi. Right, Centennial works it inside to Robin. It's poked away, and Bowles comes away with it. Lexi with a right on the spot there after the ball was deflected. They lobbed it into Bella Robin, and she had the ball deflected, and Bowles with the steal. Dowling in the front court, and they're in no hurry. Possession arrow favors Centennial. Now a foul called on Lizzie Strom. That'll be her second. Timeouts left. Dowling with two, and Centennial has one. This will be a one-and-one, as that is a 17 foul. And going to the line will be Grace Gaber. The Bruins were two for two at the line going into the fourth quarter. And Gaber on the night. 
as six points and a pair of three-pointers back in the first quarter. So she has not scored since then. And Gaber's free throw is good. Gaber, 57% free throw shooting team. And Jimmy had a nice little stat. I'm impressed at uh, that last break you told me off air. Dowling's average margin of victory. Our average margin of victory by Dowling this year is 26 points. You know, one of the keys to this, to, to this late game season is, is do you get yourself in a position to get battle tested in games like this where possessions are critical? Sure. Dowling hasn't been into that situation much at all this year. Gaber makes them both. She's got eight point long three. Up and good. Meg Burns, that's her spot. That's the second one she's hit from there tonight. She's got ten points to lead Centennial, and it's 48-44. Dowling now by four as we approach the one-minute mark. Clark in the front court, and she's fouled immediately, and I think they're going to get Pippett for the foul. Let's see what Jerry Kinder says. He does. So Jackie Pickett, Pippett picks up her third foul. And that'll be a one-and-one one coming up for Dowling. Clark will go to the line as that is the eighth team foul on Centennial. Caitlin tonight with 26 points. She had 14 at halftime. First free throw is good on the front of a one-and-one. One. Clark with 27. Dowling's lead is five, 49-44. Centennial has lost four of the last six games coming in, and they've lost back-to-back games as the second free throw is good. Clark with 28 points. It's 50-44, to 44, Dowling by six, and Centennial in the front court with the basketball. This is uh, Strom with it. Gets it over to Runchy for three, and it's good. And Ankeny elects not to call timeout. Runchy with a three-pointer, her second of the night. She's got six points. And a foul in the backcourt on Meg Burns. That'll be her third. As Dowling inbound the ball to Clark. And Coach DeYoung didn't like that. He thought uh, that they were playing good defense. <laughs> I, I, I think Coach DeYoung wished he had one more timeout because he would have called it. He, he looked to looking, he, he looked was, to Taylor's dad, uh, Dave Runchy, and he said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna we'll, we're not gonna call a timeout after a made basket." So it's fifty to forty-seven. Clark at the line, free throw good. Caitlin now with twenty-nine points as she hits the front end of a one and one. 51-47, Dowling by four with forty-four seconds remaining. Second free throw good. 30 points for Caitlin Clark. 52-47, Dowling. Runes with some token pressure in the backcourt. McVeigh bothering the guard, and now they get it across the timeline. Here's Burns with it, guarded by Clark. And Clark with the steal. She tried to do a crossover, did Burns, and Caitlin in the front court. Double team, now triple team. Leaves it for McVeigh, and her shot up. Good! Ella McVeigh with her fifth point. And uh, Clark with the assist there, Jimmy, and Dowling's lead seven. Now down court layup is good in a timeout. Centennial with the basket by Cleo Murray with 16 seconds remaining. And this will be a full timeout. We'll take a one-minute break and return. 54-49, Dowling girls leading Centennial. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. 
Thank you to Tamiya & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, TamiyaAndSons.net. And we're back here at the Centennial Gym. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo tonight, who's sitting in for Steve Devaney. Full court pressure by Centennial. Dowling inbounds the ball to Clark. Caitlin down the sideline, and she steps on the sideline, out of bounds. Turnover back over to Centennial with 12 seconds of play. Dowling by 5, 54-49. It's not over yet, Jimmy. Kalen's trying to draw a block foul, and this late in the game, you know, if it's not, if it's not obvious, they're not going to give it to That's them. That's right. So turnover against Dowling. Now Centennial's out of timeouts, and if the Jags score under five with under five seconds, Dowling doesn't have to inbound the ball. So they inbound it to Burns. She'll launch a three over Clark. It's missed everything no good. Out of bounds to Dowling. And it'll be the Maroons basketball with 8.8 seconds remaining. 54-49, Dowling over Centennial. And the ball has already been, as Coach DeYoung wanted a substitution, they inbound it, Dowling inbounds it to Gaber, and she'll go to the free throw line, fouled immediately, and that will be the 10th team foul, I believe, on Centennial. So double bonus now, and Grace Gaber to the line to seal it for Dowling. You know, just showing some of her senior leadership going to the ball. They're trying to set a pick for Caitlin to get open in, in, in the backcourt. She couldn't get open. And Grace flashing to the ball to get the ball in. Pippett picks up her fourth foul. Free throw's coming for Grace Gaber. First one up and good. It's a double bonus for the Maroons. Gaber tonight with her ninth point. And I can confidently say this. If the Maroons hit this, they have not missed a free throw tonight. <laughs> there could be six for six. And she gets it to fall. Free throw good by Gaber. Maroons are 8 for 8 here, and they're 10 for 10 at the line of the, in the game. 56-49, Dowling, a long three by Burns, no good, and Dowling will win it. 56-49, Dowling. A tough road win over a very undermanned Centennial team who brought it all as they kept Dowling under 60. We did, they did that last time. Maroons won the last game, 59-37, but tonight it was uh, Dowling a 56-49 win. And for the Maroons, they have now won nine in a row and uh, 11 of their last 13 games. And they head to number one in undefeated City High tomorrow with a pretty good uh, record of 15 uh, and two, Jimmy. You know, it, 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 it was interesting watching Coach DeYoung embracing Caitlin at the end of the game. You know, as they're shaking hands, I'm sure that probably the comment is, I'm glad <laughs> I do not have to prepare for you again. Well, I wouldn't say the word again. No. You never know how regional brackets will be placed by the girls' union coming up. And Centennial falls to a record of 8-9, and and they could easily be a play-in game on a Wednesday night. And the winner of that game playing a Dowling. So never say never, Mr. Cataldo. So true. And Uh, you already spilled the beans. (laughs) We'll take a break and come back. I haven't seen your replacement here, so you may have to hang around. If if Swaim went to the other Ankeny High School, you may have to help me out in the first quarter because you know I need it. I I may have increased your your, your listenership if, if he doesn't show that that could be. We'll take a break. The final score, the Dowling girls, a winner tonight, 56-49 in game one of our girls and boys doubleheader. 
Dowling girls now 15-2 on the season. They improved to 7-1 in Central Conference play. And for Centennial, they fall to 8-9 overall and 2-6 and in Central Conference play, ranked number 13 yesterday by the Girls' Union. We'll be back with more after these messages. As the Dowling girls, a winner tonight, 56-49 in game one. Back with our post-game comments, along with Jimmy Cotato, I'm Mark Amadeo. Our studio producer is Jeff Piggott here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Welcome back to the postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Emmerdale, Jimmy Cotato. Been a little sidetracked here. We got, you know, a, I don't know what attracts people to come by and visit you. We've had sophomore parents come by, and these were basketball parents. And I, I thought I heard him say, "Geez, I'm so glad my kid's not playing sophomore football for this guy." And they're actually acknowledging that you were their coach, and they kind of like you. I was, I was impressed, Jimmy. I, you know, the football program is so special to to many of us, including myself. And uh, God, I, I see kids in the stands right now that we coached. Five years, ten years ago, uh, you look around the stands, you see former Dowling uh, basketball players here to support uh, the current team. It's a special community. <laughs> Andy Pollock giving me, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, I was with him for maybe uh, maybe 50 of those wins or so, something like that. Coach Bob Fontana getting recognized for uh, his career win. The other night, as uh, he got career win number uh, 400, it took him 30 years to do it. Wow. Of course, he spent 10 years with me, and I think I helped him maybe to 50 of those 400. So that's that's what Pollock, quite a career. Pollock knew that, so I, I got a, an earful out of the TV guys. But uh, what a win it was! And Jimmy, you talked about it. You know, the Dallas average margin of victory. I didn't realize that because I never really gave that much thought, but their average margin of victory in the 20s, correct? Yeah. And tonight, Dowling Girls a winner, 56-49, a seven-point win, and oh, by the way, your replacement finally showed up, so that's that's good news for me, I think. So, you know, I, you, you look at this game, and I think Kristen Myers would say that we need to, we need to be battle-tested. You know, what type of team do we have? We're going to find out. We're going to be. We're going to find out late in this uh, in, in, in the season playing Iowa City High tomorrow. Correct. But we need to see how do we respond to close games when a possession is so critical. Some of the things I saw come out of our girls a little bit of frustration. You know, uh, uh, not a ton of leadership stepping up to, to to let this younger group understand. Hey, listen, we're going to run this set. We're going to make sure we we, uh, we we pass the ball well. 
Uh, we're going to fight the boards for rebounds. Uh, but it's good. It's, it's, it's a great opportunity to learn from that. And, uh, and again, you got a lot of girls stepping up right now, playing critical roles, making big shots, having really good defense. Uh, and, and this is a team, if they get it together, can make a heck of a run late. Again, the final tonight, Dowling Girls 56, Ankeny Centennial 49, Mark Amadale, Jim Cataldo here on the postgame show. Mike Swain will join us here for the boys' contest as the boys' team's out there warming up. Let's take a look at the scoring in tonight's game for the visitors from Dowling Catholic. They improved their record to 15-2. They're now 7-1 in Central Conference play, and Dowling Girls now have won nine in a row with the win tonight over Centennial. They were led by Caitlin Clark's 30 points. Clark was 6-for-6 six six the line tonight and knocked down the two to me and Sun Street Pointer for her 30. Grace Gaber, the other player in double figure, she knocked down a pair to me and Sun Street Pointer for six of her 10 points. Eight points off the bench for Lexi Bowles. Five points for Ella McVeigh. Meg Simplot off the bench with two points. And uh, Nai Tong did not score for the Maroons tonight. And uh, neither did Emma Gipple. So, but Dowling at the free throw line tonight. They were 8 for 8 in the fourth quarter. The Maroons finished 10 for 10 at the free throw line. You don't see too much perfection there throughout the year. But uh, I think they were 13 out of 16 one night. But uh, those free throws, knocking them down, especially the front ends of one and ones uh, Jimmy, are very crucial to sealing the deal. It's, it's, a, key, it's a key to a victory in a, in, in a really tight ball game is, Converting the free throws because you know they're going to foul, and uh, and they, they were perfect, which is which is fantastic. All right, now for Ankeny Centennial, they were led by Meg Burns's ten points tonight. Uh, she was a lone player in double figures. Uh, Jackie Pippett with nine points for Ankeny Centennial. Cleo Murray with eight points, seven points for Bella Robin, who got the start tonight. As Kiana Harris out with an injury, did not play the Centennial starting forward. Six points for Taylor Runchy. And Lizzie Strom off the bench with seven points for the Jaguars and two points for Ellie Street as the Jaguars went two for four at the free throw line tonight as uh, the Maroons win it. And move on to tomorrow's matchup as Dowling goes on the road to City High of Iowa City, ranked number one in Class 5A. Dowling girls ranked second. That'll be a 2.30 tip-off at City High School for Ankeny Centennial, they play next Tuesday and Friday. They take on Des Moines East in a non-division game in the CIML. That will be the coaches versus cancer game right here at Centennial High School next Tuesday night. And then uh, a week from tonight, they travel to their arch rival, Ankeny, in a girls' and boys' doubleheader. So uh, one more thing. We'll wrap up the quarter scores tonight as Dowling jumped out to a 17-11 first quarter lead. Centennial outscored Dowling in the second quarter, 9-7. So the Maroons going to halftime, leading by four, 24-20. In the third quarter, it was uh, all tied up at 16 between Centennial and Dowling. So the Maroons with a four-point lead going into the fourth quarter, leading 40-36, and outscored Centennial by three, 16-13, and win it 56-49. Congratulations to Kristen Meyer and the Dowling girls. And best of luck to them tomorrow as they make that road trip. You're going over there because you can also visit your daughter at the University of Iowa, hey, Jimmy. Just kind of thought this up for you on, I, the, on the fly. I would love to go to this game. Uh-huh. It's one of those games I saw on the schedule that, uh-huh. you know, and then you get this late in the season, you see where both teams are at. Uh, you know, you have three Division One uh, players at Iowa City High, and, and there's a, another Jones daughter who's yes, a freshman who's, who's, yep. who's starting and, and averaging double digits. Uh, it's just going to be a, a, a tremendous uh, a game for, for two uh, very, very uh, tough teams here in Central Iowa. So the word is no, you're not going to travel over to Eastern Iowa. And I have an excuse. I'm 
helping out with parochial league basketball tomorrow. I signed up for that, but uh, you don't. And I, I, do. I, I, or something else is taking precedence. What? Uh, you want me to reach out of my my ball of tricks and name a few for our listeners, or no. what? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I, unfortunately, I can't. I was in Iowa City actually on Monday and, and got a chance to see Mia. Uh, you know, she. I, I think basketball is something that we look back and had uh, such a tremendous opportunity and experience. And to be able to play for both the Hansons and as well as Coach Meyer, I think it's something that I think she'd say that's something that she'll remember for the rest of her life. All right, Jimmy, well, I appreciate you uh, sitting in tonight, watching the Dowling girls win their ninth in a row. And, you know, if things kind of would have went south, that would have been the last time I talked to you until state playoff football time. So I've been on probation with you for several years. Since the Harlem game. But I do want to say this, that, you know, sitting in this seat, I am 2-0. and Okay. So if, 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 if records mean anything, I think there's a lot of people <laughs> who would like me to sit in, especially when, when, when we get deep uh, in February. Yeah, we did. Uh, you were with me when uh, Dowling snapped that, uh, what, 60-game winning streak of Harlan back in the day. I, I lost track. Marin Daniel sitting in front of us. Oh, hit, yeah. Hit the game winner in, in, in that game. Yeah. Uh, God, that seems like ages ago. 2015, the road trip to yes. Harlan where you drove, your daughter slept in the back, and there was a snowstorm on snowstorm. the way on I-80 coming back. And you know what? You did a great job throughout the snowstorm, and we both got it back healthy without any well, Obviously, injuries. you and I are both here, so we had a good <laughs> outcome. <laughs> Jimmy, thank you. And uh, the guy in front of you talking to your Uber driver there of Chido, uh, you know, he'll he'll switch places with you. You might want to leave him your notes because they were pretty good notes tonight. I'll give you that. I come prepared. You did. Jimmy Cataldo, the you. Dowling, also the Dowling boys, or Dowling sophomore football head coach. Double duty tonight, helping out with basketball. Thanks for sitting in for Davini. And Jimmy, we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you, Mark. Jimmy Cataldo, my guest, and we'll be back with the start of the boys' contest. Mike Swain has found his way to the correct Ankeny High School. And uh, we'll preview the Dowling Ankeny Centennial Boys Contest coming up here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Final in the girls' game, the Dowling girls winning by the score of 56 49 over Centennial. They've now won nine in a row, and they'll take on number one City High tomorrow in Iowa City at 2 30. We'll be back with the start of the boys' game after these messages. You're listening to Iowa Catholic Radio's coverage of Dowling Catholic basketball in our 43rd year here on Iowa Catholic Radio. In Paul's letter to the Philippians, he told them not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We ask for your continued prayer and financial support with a $30 a month gift. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or 515 515- 223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. Welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gym alongside Mike Swain. Number three, it's no good. Rebound Preston Kelly. Got to be careful of launching those threes and being empty. And now Centennial with the ball. This is Micah Johnson with it underneath McCullough. And a shot blocked, but a foul on Omaha Baloo, and that'll be his first. That was really nice by Micah Johnson. 
He could have had that little 10-foot jump shot, but he took one dribble and then dished it to his teammate McCullough, who then went up and drew the foul. Cody McCullough held scoreless in the first quarter, battling foul trouble. First free throw up and good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen. And, of course, all made three-point baskets by Dowling, sponsored by Tamiya and Sons Restaurant in Des Moines South Side. Second free throw good by McCullough. He has two points tonight. And the Jaguars lead by two, 17 to 15 over Dowling. Jaguars' biggest lead was four back in the first quarter. Dowling's biggest lead was three. Corner three, good by Drew Daniel. Drew, his first to me in Suns three-pointer night. He has five points, and it's 18-17, Dowling by one. Back and forth we go, Mike. That was a tough shot. McCullough challenged that, and Drew Daniel able to get it off. And, boy, a nice spin move that time by Cruz in the lane. So, Jerron Cruz with his fifth point, 19-18 Centennials. We go back and forth here at the Jaguar gym. Great crowd for a Friday night to watch this girl-boy doubleheader. Here in Ankeny. We get a moment here as Joe Strocko in the lineup for Dowling. Runes go four out, one in, and now Daniel, or rather Riggs back in there too, and he goes on the baseline, leaves the ball short, hit the underside of the bracket. Now Cruz in transition, three-pointer, no good. Rebound Strocko and Dowling. So still well set to come in on the next dad ball. Strocko playing the point guard for Dowling right now. Mark Dowling has yet to solve this this 3-2 zone by Centennial. They're settling for outside shots. Not really getting it inside that paint area. So Riedel, lob pass to Riggs on the baseline to Omaha Ballou, and he has the ball tied up, and his shot is blocked, and a whistle and a foul on Ballou, and that'll be his second. Yeah, and that's a frustration foul there, Mark. He went up, got his shot blocked, and then when it came down, just with the reach in, and now he's probably going to have to go to the bench with two fouls. And he will. Stillwell will replace him. I don't think that's the rotation Coach O'Connor wanted, but since Stillwell was there, Dowling will go to a smaller lineup. Yeah. So Drew Daniel, Ryan Riggs in the post right now. Riedel, Stillwell, and Strocko, the three guards. Ankeny Centennial with the basketball, leading by one as we approach the three-and-a-half-minute mark. And a running jumper down the lane is no good. That's by Brady Peterson who checked in at the dead ball. Rebound Dowling. Now Daniel, corner three, right side. Good! Drew Daniel lighting it up with another to me in Suns three-pointer. He's got eight here in the first half, and the Maroon lead is two. His second three-pointer in a row, so Dowling's got to be aware of that. Hot guy on the floor. Now Cruz gets errant with the pass, thrown away by Strzok. On two fast break. Matt down the lane, shot off the glass. Good. The basket will count, and a foul on Cruz of Ankeny Centennial, and a nice one-headed shot by Stillwell off the glass. That was a really smart decision by Stillwell to attack that. It was two on two, but he's so good and strong with his body to drive in like that. Great decision by Matt Stillwell. Stillwell with 10 first half points. He matches uh, Johnson, Micah Johnson, who has 10 points for Centennial. Riggs will check out again. He's not 100% battling flu-like symptoms. You can tell, Mark. He's, he's given every effort he can, but it's just tough out there. He's a step slower, and it's just he's, he's, he's battling. you got to give it to him. And the free throw by Stillwell, good. He is 3 for 3 at the night and now has 11 points to lead Dowling. 24-19, the Dowling lead now grows to 5. And in the front court, this is Caleb Van Meter who's in. Leaves it for Brady Peterson. In the corner it goes on the right side to McAleer. Inside to McCullough, does an inside pivot. His shot up and good. The basket will count, and a foul on Drew Daniel. And much to the stain of the Dowling crowd, but the correct call. 
Daniel with his first foul, and McCullough starting to heat up here. That is his fourth point. Both Coach O'Connor and Drew Daniel looked to the ref and said, look, I was standing straight up. I've got, I'm entitled to my spot, but the official thought he got him just with a little bit of body, and credit McCullough for able to finish that and now a chance to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. Art Osley visiting with Mike O'Connor. Art making the call, and the free throw good by McCullough. He's got... All five of his points are in the second quarter, Mike. Ankeny zone moving McCullough out on top I of see his 3 2. So making it a little bit more difficult for those guards to pass that inside. McCullough at 6 8, and Dowling will do the same with the Omaha Baloo at 6 7. Maybe he's 6 8 by now. Strocko with it. Tips the ball over to Stillwell with 2.15 remaining in the half. 24 22 Dowling. Three pointer up and good, and that is Strocko. Joe Strocko with his first three of the night. That's his eighth of the year, and the Dowling lead is five. And now whistling a foul. Centennial gets the ball inside to McCullough, and he draws the foul. I think they're going to get Andrew Lynch with sort of the body on McCullough down there on that block. That's his first foul. And Cruz coming back in. Van Meter will leave for Centennial, and Cruz will throw it in. Dowling still with a foul to give here with 2.05 left in this half before Centennial will shoot three throws. And Centennial the same way. Both teams with five team fouls. We're at the two-minute mark here in the second quarter. Now here's Mc, uh, Micah Johnson in the lane. His shot no good. Rebound Dowling and Riedel. Gets it to Straco. Joe dribble drives in the lane. Gets it back to Riedel. Cor- or a three-pointer on the way. It's short. And the rebound comes out to Cruz. Jerron going against Stillwell. Down the lane. And we're going to have a blocking foul called on Straco. So Joe... With the blocking foul and two free throws coming for Jerron Cruz and Centennial. 16 foul on Dowling. Minute 40 remaining in the half here, Mike. Well, we talked about every possession being valuable. This is critical here. To finish this half, Mark, a minute 40 to go with good possessions down the stretch. Dowling's got to be patient. They've got to get great looks. 27-22, 27-22, dialing by five. Cruz first free throw, no good. Second one coming. I mentioned the dialing foul was on Joe Strockel, his first. And the second free throw, in and out, no good. Missed them both. Rebound dialing. And how about McCullough in that stretch? Not picking up a foul. Coach Fontana with a minute 35, getting his big guy out so he can't pick up that third. So good stretch that time by McCullough. Strockel with the ball. Inside to Riggs. A shot up and no good. Left it short. And a rebound out to Centennial. Brady Peterson, good job inside by the offensive tackle for Centennial. That was a great look. That's <laughs> exactly what Dowling needs and just a little short. And now Cruz will be called for the foul. He lost the basketball. Stillwell, tremendous floor game. Poked the ball away, stole it, and then a foul on Cruz. He grabbed his ankle. Yeah, and that is going to be the 16 foul. So next foul by both teams will put uh, the other side in the one-and-one. Check that. They're going to call it on Brady Peterson, so Cruz did not pick up the foul. And we're approaching the one-minute mark here in the first half. 27-22, Dowling. Here's Riggs with it. And on the dribble, a reach-in foul. I believe this will be on Brady Peterson. Well, Centennial went back to -to man-to-man that McCullough's on the bench. And now Riggs gets a chance, Mark, to go to the free-throw line. And, boy, maybe seeing just a free-throw go in will sort of spark his offensive game. He has yet to score here in, in this contest. Peterson with three fouls. 
Coach Bob Fontana didn't like that. Riggs' first free throw good. That's his first point tonight. Battling the flu effects, if you will, for Ryan Riggs. He didn't get the start. Missed some practice time this week, and that's his first point. You can just see he's not 100%, not finishing his shots around the uh, paint. Second free throw rolls off the rim no good, and the rebound cleared out of there by Micah Johnson. Took it away from Riedel. Almost a, a rebound <laughs> by Riedel that time. All right, 50 seconds remaining here in the first half, 28-22. Dowling with the lead, and now underneath, Micah Johnson, shot blocked by Daniel. That was a great block. And now, Dowling, I, I'm not sure you don't hold for one here, Mark. You, 40 seconds to go. I know you're not going to get the ball at half, but, boy, up six. I think you take this thing down and go for one shot. All right, Centennial with the basketball. Or rather, Mal comes out to guard the basketball after staying inside the lane, and now... Here's Daniel with it to Riggs. 25 seconds remaining. Possession arrow favors. Centennial, and now Stillwell underneath. Leaves it for Riggs. Has his shot blocked, and a whistle and a foul from behind. Called on Peterson, and that's his fourth. Fourth foul by Peterson, and that's a huge one. It's going to send Riggs to the line again. But now the Ankeny big men are in real trouble, Mark, with two on McCullough and four on Peterson. So the first free throw is no good by Riggs. He is one for three at the line tonight. Mentioned the fourth foul on Brady Peterson, who came in from McCullough. Second one in and out, no good. Rebound Centennial with 10 seconds to play, Dowling by six. This has been the Maroons' largest lead of the night. Cruz now, dribble handoff to Kelling. Kelling down the right side. His shot blocked by Riggs from behind. Riedel with it with a half-court shot. No good. And that's how the first half will end with Dowling going into halftime. Leading number four Centennial, 28-22. The Dowling boys trying to snap a four-game losing streak. And they're on their way playing much better without one of their starters who is uh, sick. And that's Ryan Riggs. But, again, that blueprint they had the first time, Mike, getting – uh, players involved with uh, foul trouble for Centennial. Half of that's there right now. That's the best half we've seen since Hoover, Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last four games, they have not put together a first half like that. They've been down double digits in those halves. And uh, just what a great effort. I thought the offensive efficiency was great by the Maroons in that first half. Halftime score, Dowling 28. Ankeny Centennial 22 here in this boys' contest. Earlier tonight, it was the Dowling Girls, a winner over Ankeny Centennial, 56-43. Dowling Girls now have won nine in a row. We'll be back with our halftime guest, head coach Kristen Meyer. She brought a friend, and uh, we'll talk to both of them here on Iowa Catholic Radio, along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, back with more after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. 
Thank you to Tamiya & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TamiyaAndSons.net. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And welcome back to halftime here at the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium. Halftime score, the Dowling Boys leading Centennial 28-22. Joined by head coach Kristen Meyer of the Dowling Girls team, who earlier tonight defeated uh, Ankeny Centennial by the score of 56-43. Ella McVeigh also joined us here. And, uh, Coach, congratulations on the win. Low-scoring game, as you would kind of expect under a Scott DeYoung uh, type of team. Different type of flow tonight. They're not going to score 70 points. They're not even going to score 60 points. Held in the 50s, and your kids performed very well with different lineups out there at times. So congratulations, Coach. Thank you. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Centennial, they always play good, tough defense, and they were missing uh, one of their starting posts, and I think the, the rest of their players really stepped up and brought some intensity to the game, and, and defensively, they played phenomenal. And then they ended up knocking down a few threes and uh, made it, made it uh, a game there in the third and fourth quarter, so it was good for us. It was a good, solid win. Anytime you can beat Centennial, it's a good win. Absolutely. I know people kind of think maybe this is kind of a trap game, because tomorrow you got another team on the horizon, number one, an undefeated City High, but you got to get through Centennial, and your kids really adjusted well. I thought Scott DeYoung, when he went four out, one in, and he was posting up one or two players, depending on the matchup, he had a couple gals he liked to throw it in. I think your kids responded well to those uh, that four-out, one-in scenario. Yeah, we started out kind of playing behind the post, and at halftime we said, let's go ahead and get around because they, they were drawing some fouls and getting a couple buckets. So, um, as you mentioned, our girls adjusted well and kind of picked up our intensity on defense which helped us out ellen mcveigh joins us here didn't we just get done talking to her about a week ago or so coach what everybody left back everyone to else went home uh, to get to bed early before the bus leaves in the morning so ellen stayed mcveigh's not a doesn't fit uh, affect her at all she stays up later than uh than most people in the world so of course she's studying, a night owl studying and breaking down sure yeah sure uh, ella thanks for joining us and uh what a game that was. It was. It was really intense. Ankeny Centennial plays really good really good defense. Um, we knew we were expecting that, but we got to stay prepared. We got a big game tomorrow, so it was good. It was good to get out there tonight. Boy, they guard you. They guard you when you get off the bus. They guard you when you get out of the <laughs> locker room. That's Centennial and Coach DeYoung. That's why he's won seven titles. And I know uh, they're going to give it their best. Offensively, they struggled. And you guys kind of found a way on a pesky defense by Centennial. You guys found a way to score. Yep. And I like some of the lineups out there. You know, Caitlin wasn't out there the whole time. And I thought you got a big basket uh, the time that she wasn't out late in the fourth quarter. I think Lexi Bowles, I don't know if it was you or one of the guards found Lexi for the young. It was Jessica. Julia Moore. Julia yeah, Moore. So that's great teamwork. And, and talk about that. It was a fun game. You guys were all over the court. Bodies on the floor. That's how it should be played, Ella. Yeah, it was really aggressive. I kind of liked how the referees let us get out, get after it a little bit sometimes but 
Yeah, I mean, when Caitlin's out on the floor, it's all about us having confidence with the ball, being strong, especially, like, against a team that's, like, Centennial plays really good defense. So we work on that in practice all the time, ball handling, being strong with the ball, being confident, and just working, working to get to the basket and get some buckets without Caitlin on the floor. Well, you got a lot of players, uh, or a lot of your teammates played a lot Tuesday night in the win over East, which is great, but tonight... You're taking on a ranked Centennial team, and then tomorrow, now that wasn't in the back of your mind, but tomorrow you play City High, and I think everybody in the state's looking forward to that matchup. Yes, for sure. It'll be a good one. Um, we're excited. We prepared earlier in the week, and we've been having solid practices all week, and I think we're ready. I think if we play solid defense and keep the intensity up, we'll be good to go. Now you mentioned solid practices because now you got back-to-back games. You don't have those too often. You got practice tonight later, like at 10 o'clock at Dowling. Is that why you're left here and you and Coach? 3 a.m. 3 a.m. practice, yep. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 2.30 tip-off. 1 I, o'clock, 1 p.m. Oh, it's 1. Yep. All right. That was changed. We got winter formal tomorrow, so oh. Ella made sure that we got that moved up so she would Thank have enough you. time to get ready. Yeah. Telling people 2.30. 1 p.m. So 1 o'clock. Yep. And what time's the bus leave, Ella? I'll just ask you. I know Coach. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. Um, 8.30. Nice job. <laughs> Nice job. Bright and early. All right, I got to ask you. You're coming off that hamstring injury, and I know you went through rehab. Coach Lark, a lot of people involved. On a scale of one to ten, how does that hamstring feel? A ten. It's always a ten when I get to be out there doing what I love with the people I love most. So can't complain. Did she go to those coaching classes that you attended, uh, Coach Meyer, and get, you know that coach speak out of her? You know, we had a, a all coaches meeting on Wednesday night. I think she snuck in the back of the auditorium. <laughs> well, that's great because you're playing well. Back in the starting lineup. And, uh, Coach, what would you take a, take away from this week thus far? The win over East Tuesday night, the win here on the road tonight, the third game on the road tomorrow. What have you taken thus far? And how does, that affect your, how does that affect your practices when you go back-to-back tonight into tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, as Ella mentioned, we, we looked at City High stuff earlier in the week, and then, you know, Wednesday Thursday, it's all centennial. We, we know we couldn't overlook them because they're a tough team. Um, so we prepared for them, and actually Wednesday we ended up playing a three-on-three tournament. We had, got out of school early for Catholic Schools Week, so that was fun. It, it, our big kind of emphasis this week was just compete. Compete every drill, every possession. Um, we know tomorrow's game will be kind of night and day from tonight as far as, I think, defensive intensity and, and pace of play. Iowa City High, they're, the, they're scoring the most points uh, in the state, so uh, they like to get out and run, and... Um, shorter possessions, which um, usually we, we like to do that, or at least a few of our <laughs> players like to do that. Uh, so I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think it'll be fun to just get out and run and, and play against a very, very talented team. Well, playing a team like City High, they like to get after it. I'm not sure if their court is the 94-foot college court or if it's a high school gym, 84 feet like Dowling. I'm not sure, but I know one thing. The kids will enjoy the environment and Ella. What do you look most of tomorrow's game? One versus two. A lot of media will be in there in uh, Iowa City. Talk like, about what your expectations are going in. Like Meyer said, our focus all week has just been competing, you know, raising our level. We got a couple big wins last week, but we can't dwell on those. We got to continue to get better and just keep working forward so we can get to our end goal of March 6th. Yeah, March 6th. That's a very important day, isn't it? That's the 5A state championship game. It is. And yeah, I know that's one of your goals. Tonight, a look at contributions. Lexi Bowles off the bench with eight points. Solid. She had two points at halftime. Her and I kind of man that. But this is gal Ella McVeigh, five points, hitting another three-pointer. Coach, has she got the green light to shoot the three? Oh, yeah. 
our guards have been shooting really, really well since break. And um, yes, they have. tonight Centennial came after us, so uh, we didn't get as many open threes as we would have liked. But I think tomorrow uh, all of our guards will get some opportunities to let it fly from three-point line. All right, this shout-out time is the boys are about ready to start the second half. Ellen McVeigh, shout-out to, uh, I'm sure, part of the south side and some of the Dowling community. Woo. Go ahead. For sure. Um, oh, gosh, this is a hard one. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out tonight just to, like you said, the Dowling community. I mean, they're always supporting us, especially since it's Catholic Schools Week. I mean, you're, we're always feeling their support, whether we're at home, away, on the road, whatever. So they're awesome. All right. And uh, Coach Meyer, I'm sure Olwine will get a mention somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, I, I think they're listening tonight. And I know uh, Michelle, who works in our cafeteria, she's, oh, Michelle, she said yeah. she'd be listening. So shout-out to her. Uh, we appreciate her support. Yep, good, good favorite. Uh, Mr. Maindrink during our oh, football yeah. broadcast. We get a lot of that. <laughs> Ladies, have a safe trip tomorrow to Iowa City. Don't eat too much junk food in Iowa City because there's plenty of it there. But more importantly, get that road win and uh, show them that Central Iowa basketball is still pretty good. You're going to have a great challenge with City High. And best of luck. All right, thank, thank you, you very thank much. Thank you so much. All right, Ellen McVeigh and head coach Kristen Meyer of Dowling Catholic joined us here at halftime. We'll take a break, come back. The start of the second half, Dowling leading 28-22 over Centennial. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are to devote ourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Iowa Catholic Radio is thankful for your prayerful and financial support. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank you for supporting our ministry, connecting people with Christ. I also want to ask if you would support Iowa Catholic Radio with a $30 a month gift. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, through the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or at 515-223-1150. Thank you. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. And we're back here at the Centennial Gym, underway here in the second half. Dowling 28, Centennial 22, and three fouls on the first possession by Centennial. Cody McCullough at the free throw line, and he'll shoot two. And three fouls in the maroons that start. Three fouls in 25 seconds, seconds. Mark. We're trying to set a a record here. How many fouls can we get in uh, under a minute? So McCullough with both free throws being good. He's got seven points. Micah Johnson leading... uh, Centennial in scoring with 10 points in the first half, and Jaron Cruz with five. Centennial with three of five at the free throw line. Dowling's first possession of the second quarter. Michael Keel is tied up in the corner by Preston Kelling, and it'll be possession arrow, or rather uh, Dowling's possession. Well, Dowling had such a great first half, Mark. Moving the ball, I thought their shot selection was good. They've got to get back out here and establish that offensive rhythm again. Runes inbound the ball, a little as Riggs gets to start on the right block. His shot blocked by McCullough, and a whistle to foul. And McCullough's going to have his fourth foul, apparently. Centennial fans Actually, do not like gonna, Mark, I think it's going to be his third. Is it? Right? I think. His third. Yeah. Oh, you're right. As but that is a big foul. Gary I mean. Naylor. And it looked like he got all ball, but he must have got the body, according to Art Osley. And free throw no good by Riggs. Riggs starting the second half. 
He had one point. He was one for five at the free throw line, yeah, battling he, the flu effects. Mark, you can tell he, he's, he, he's barely getting the ball to the rim. He just doesn't have a lot of strength right now. Second free throw, good. Nothing at the bottom of the net. So Riggs tonight with two points, 29-24. Dowling's leading score in the first half. Matt Stillwell with 11. Drew Daniel with eight points and a pair of three-pointers. Now corner three up and good by Micah Johnson. And he's got 13 to lead Ankeny. Well, Dowling just not finding Micah Johnson. You can't do that. He was leading scorer for them in the first half and just wide open on the baseline. Keel with it. Keel underneath the Riggs. Underneath, reverse layup. Slips out of his hands, no good. And the rebound out to McCullough. Centennial the other way. Here's Cruz with it. Leaves it for McCullough. Down the lane. Shot off the glass. Good. Cody McCullough shoots and scores. And he's starting to light it up. He's got nine points. We're tied at 29. So Centennial on a 7-1 to run here to start the third quarter. Well, that was a really strong, aggressive move by McCullough. I thought he even got contact and no call. Runes with the basketball. Here's Daniel for three, and it's good. That stems the tie. Drew Daniel with his third to me in Sun's three-pointer. He's got 11 points. He and Stillwell with 11 points each. Omaha Baloo with five points. Joe Strocko with three. And now oh, Centennial with the ball. we got an offensive foul. Throwing the elbow is Preston Kelling. Yeah, absolutely. Substitution for Centennial. Checking back in the lineup will be Caleb Van Meter. And Kelling, or McAleer, will go on the bench. 32-29, Dowling by three. Just under six minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling going with Michael Keel, Drew Daniel, Matt Stillwell, Matt Riedel, and Ryan Riggs, the five on the floor for Dowling. Omaha Baloo on the bench with three fouls. There's Daniel with it, top of the key, looking inside to Riggs. Stillwell looking inside to Riggs. Back to Daniel for three, off the back iron, no good. And a rebound out to Centennial and Preston Kelling. Gets it down court to McCullough. Underneath the shot blocked by Daniel, and he'll commit the foul. And McCullough to the free throw line. Daniel got the block, but again, all body or body with the shot block. Yeah, again, another aggressive move that time by McCullough. And Dowling's got to do a little bit better job of getting back transition defense. If, if Drew Daniel would have had some help on that backside, I don't think McCullough comes in there with that full head of steam. A free throw up and good by McCullough. The last time these two teams played, he fouled out in the third quarter, got in some serious foul trouble, wasn't able to avoid it. Second free throw by McCullough, good. He makes them both. And he's got six of his 11 points here in the third quarter. 32-31, Dowling by one. Runes go right to left in front of us as we are the top row right behind the scorer's table here at Ankeny. Now here's Riggs underneath. This shot up and good. He went right good around move. Micah Johnson. Really good move that time. Good spin move that by uh, Riggs and finishing at the basket. That's his first field goal of the night. He's got four points. Didn't get the start. Now a long three by Van Meter off the back iron. No good. Ball slapped around. And Stillwell comes away from it. Three on with one. It. Here's taken away from Cruz. Layup by Keel. Good. Stillwell gets the assist. Keel with his first basket. Dowling lead is five, 36-31. Under five minutes remaining third quarter. we got a reach-in foul called. I believe it's on Michael Keel. Maroons wanted a jump ball, and Michael will pick up foul number two. Yeah, Cruz, lucky that they didn't call that a jump ball. Trying to dribble through two guys. So team foul number five on Dowling. Keep in mind the Maroons pick up three fouls to start the second half. 
in the first 25 seconds of the third quarter. And now on the baseline, the jumper no good by Johnson. Left it short, rebound Dowling. Riggs was battling in there with Stillwell, but Keel comes away with it. And here's Michael with it, and a reach-around foul called on Cruz. So Jerron with his first, I believe. Yeah, check that. Team foul number two, or foul number two on Cruz. Third team foul on Centennial, Dowling with five. Four and a half minutes remaining, and Maroons will take the ball out of bounds. Here's Stillwell going against Cruz. Pull-up jumper, no good, gets his own rebound. Putback is no good. Riggs with the rebound. His putback up and in. Dowling with three offensive boards there to score. Great job by Riggs keeping that alive. Riggs trying to work out of that uh, those flu-like symptoms. The other way we go, and a three-pointer good by Cruz. Timeout Centennial. Jerron Cruz with his second three of the night. He's got eight points, and this will be a full timeout. We'll take a one-minute break with the score. Dowling 38, Centennial 34, just under four minutes remaining here in the third quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And welcome back to the Centennial Gymnasium here in Ankeny. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain. Uh, four minutes remaining here in the third quarter, 38-34. Dowling with the lead. Stillwell with the basketball. Gets, works his way underneath. Leaves it for Keel. Michael can't get a shot. Back to Stillwell. Centennial stays man-to-man. Stillwell in traffic. Has a shot blocked by McCullough out of bounds to Centennial. As Simon Daniel set to check in for uh, Dowling, but... Maroons having trouble here getting in the offensive uh, flow here, well, Mike. they got the matchup they wanted. Still on McCullough to try and see if they could pick yeah. up that fourth. But, you know, McCullough did a nice job defensively that time getting the block. All right, here is Michael Keel for three after the Maroons inbound the ball. It's no good. Rebound cleared out of there by Centennial. It's Lynch, Simon Daniel, Keel, Stillwell. And Drew Daniel in the line, lineup. And now Cruz for three, and it's good. And he's hit back-to-back three-pointers for Centennial. And he now has 11 points. Mark Dowling was confused as what defense they ran. A couple guys playing zone, a couple guys playing man. Nobody picked up Cruz, and that time he made him pay. 38-37, Dowling by one. 3.15 remaining, third quarter. Dowling girls, a winner tonight, 56-43 over Ankeny. And now three-point in the corner, good. Drew Daniel, who's having... Quite the night. That's another to me in Suns three-pointer. That's a huge three by Drew Daniel. He's had an answer every time, but, boy, now all of a sudden we're starting to light up, Mark. Centennial with a, another three. McAleer hits his first three of the night for Centennial, his 31st of the year, and he's been held scorer, so averaging eight and a half. Dowling pushed the ball down court, a foul the other way. 
on Centennial, and they'll call this on Preston Kelling, and it's his second. Fourth team foul on Centennial. Dowling with five team fouls. And I wonder, if, because Dowling's a little small right now, Mark, I wonder if, if Coach O'Connor is going to the zone to try and stop McCullough from driving, but what's happened is they haven't got out on the sh- shooters, and that's led to back-to-back threes by Centennial. All right, here is Simon Daniel with it. Dribbles down the right side. His shot blocked by McCullough, rebounded by Andrew Lynch. Now re- his shot's no good, rebounded by Cruz. Duran the other way. Lost the ball in the, launches the ball in the corner. McAleer saves it. Now to McCullough. McCullough in the lane, kicks it back out. This is McAleer. Won't shoot the three. Gets in the corner on the left side to Micah Johnson. Pull-up jumper, 10-footer, no good. Rebound Lynch and Dowling. Back and forth we go. Coach O'Connor wanted a foul on McCullough that last time against Andrew Lynch, and I thought there should have been one as well. Would have been his fourth. Four. connection there as uh, Jeff Pickett gives me that uh, notion of fouls on Dowling after we uh, met Stillwell with his third foul. Now the other way we go. Stillwell with the steal and a basket by Dowling. Runs up by two, actually by three with Stillwell's 14 point. Well, Matt is so tough in the open court. Cruz had no chance to stay with him on that one. And our score is 43-40, Dowling by three. A minute and a half remaining here at the Centennial Gym. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain, Jeff Pickett, our studio producer. I know one thing, our CISN TV crew next to us is off the air, and we might have some issues going on within the uh, system here at Ankeny Centennial High School with their Internet, so we may lose connectivity, so just be mindful of that. Well, ball tipped good, out of bounds by yeah, Dowling. Good here, battle that time by Michael Keogh, not letting McCullough get a free look. They have made it very difficult when he has caught the ball inside. Continue inbounds the ball. Here's Jerron Cruz with it, guarded by Stillwell. Wants to launch three, can't do it. Gets to Micah Johnson. Now they reverse the ball left wing. This is Mackle. There dribbles baseline. His shot up and good right over Drew Daniel. It's a good shot by Mackle on a challenge play that time by Drew Daniel. McAleer with five points, 43-42, Dowling by one point over Ankeny Centennial. Here's a backdoor cut. Riggs went high in the air to get the pass that was kind of overthrown by Keel, and when he came down with it, he lost it. Yeah, he tried to put the ball on the floor that time, Mark, and good hands that time by Cruz was able to get the steal. 43-42 is our score. Dowling by one, Centennial holding for the last shot, and the possession arrow favors Centennial, so... Be mindful of that in the final 15 seconds of the third quarter. Cruz with it between the circles. Making a 1-4 look. Players on the baseline. Triple driving in the lane is Kelling. Kicks it over in the corner to Cruz for three, and it's good. Jerron Cruz with his third three here in the third quarter. Half-court shot is no good. They'll wave it off. And we've come at the end of the third quarter with the score. Centennial has retaken the lead, 45-43 over Dowling. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated yeah, we to lost you for a second there. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale. 7.50 or underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling trailing 45-42 to the Jaguars. And Centennial, as we talked about, had the final shot of the third quarter, and they had the first possession here, Mike, of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a big basket by Cruz, and with time running down, you almost, on a three-point shooter, you got to make him put the ball on the floor, and that time, just a little hesitant on that run out, and he was able to bury it. All right, here is Micah Johnson in the lane. His shot up and good right over to Lynch. Micah Johnson having a pretty good night, 15 points for the 6'7'' senior. Yeah, that's five straight by the Centennial Jaguars, and... Dowling needs a bucket here. Centennial outscoring Dowling in that third quarter, 23-15. Long three by the Maroons. No good by Drew Daniel. And the rebound out to Centennial and Cody McCullough. Jags walking in the front court. This is Jaron Cruz, young man who transferred from Ankeny High School last year. Starts at point guard for head coach Bob Fontana and the Jaguars. Jags are content to run a little half-court offense. Cruz dribble drives the lane, runs into Ballou. His shot no good. Ballou hits the deck. He's playing with three fouls. Rebound Drew Daniel yeah, and Dowling. Fortunate that there was not a call on Ballou that time to give him his fourth. Yeah. And still well with it. A timeout called by Dowling. So with 6.36 remaining here in the fourth quarter, we have a timeout call. It'll be a full timeout. And we'll be back in one minute as Centennial leads Dowling 47-43 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at MercyDesMoines.org. Yeah. 
And welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium. 47-43, Centennial with the lead. Dowling with the basketball with six and a half minutes remaining. Fourth quarter, Omaha Baloo. Ryan Riggs, they play a little two-man game on the right side. Riggs right block, turn, spin, shot up, no good. He went right around Micah Johnson and McCullough with the rebound. Well, it was a good play design. They got a two-man game with Ballou and Riggs. Riggs got it on the block and got a good look at it. Mark, we just couldn't finish. And now Dowling's got to dig deep, try and get a defensive stop here. Centennial by, by four as we approach the six-minute mark. Here at the Centennial Gym. Cruz for three off the back iron, no good. Rebound, Riedel. Stillwell, Riedel, Riggs, Ballou, Andrew Daniel, the five on the floor for Dowling. Now down court, shot up and good by Stillwell. He went right around Cody McCullough. McCullough picks up his fourth foul. The basket is good. And Stillwell to line, and you're right about that matchup, Mike. That's a huge play by Stillwell, and you could hear Coach O'Connor when they got that rebound. He was yelling, go, go just to be able to try and get them in transition to get an easier shot against this tough defense that they've faced tonight against Jack. So good job that time by Matt Stillwell and McCullough is going to go to the bench. All right, Brady Peterson will replace him, the 6'6 senior. Outstanding offensive tackle for the Centennial football team. Replaces McCullough, and the free throw is good by Stillwell, who has 16 points to lead Dowling. Here in the fourth quarter, 5-40 remaining, and Centennial down court, and the big guy, Brady Peterson, with the shot off the glass. Good. That's his first basket of the night. Now the other way, and a charging foul on Maroon. Stillwell took it one dribble too soon into the lane, and a charging foul called on the Maroons. Stillwell with his fourth foul. Oh, check that, his second foul, excuse me. I thought that was a good call, Mark. I thought Cruz was there for the spot, and uh, going the other way. Dallin's got a, again, challenge now here to stop the Jags in the offensive set. Five and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. 49-46, the score remains. Centennial by three. Jags with the basketball. This is Preston, or Colin McAleer in the lane. It's shot against uh, Omaha Baloo is no good. The rebound by Peterson and a foul on Dowling. A pushing foul on Lynch. And I'll tell you what, Brady Peterson's come in. He's got a big basket, and now he's got a big rebound, a chance to put Centennial up by five. Well, it's unfortunate because Downey did a great job. Omaha Baloo got a great block, but then no block out on that end. And Peter, Peterson with the uh, rebound, catch and shoot. Peterson misses the first free throw. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Raider brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen. Second free throw up, good. So Peterson now with three points off the bench for Centennial. He's an 82% free throw shooter on the year. He goes one for two. 50 to 46. The Jaguars lead Dowling by four. Maroons running their little weave with uh, their team. And now double dribble on Riggs. Uh, and, and you know what? Dowling has done a pretty good job tonight, Mark, with turnovers. Uh, they, they have. They have they've done a much better job than they have before last couple games. But that time just to... Mental error, and again, we talked about this team, you know, sort of coming out with this fight and this determination. Can they continue to get stops and give themselves a chance on the offensive end? All right, Peterson with it for Centennial. Guarded by Riggs, top of the key beyond the three-point arc. Gets it to McAleer, guarded by Ballou. Jaguars go left to right in front of us. This is Kelling with it. It's to Peterson, playing catch on the perimeter. 
They're really not looking inside to Micah Johnson, who's trying to post up. It's really a 1-4 set with the three-point line extended being their, uh, their line of definition. Now here is Jaron Cruz in the lane. Kicks it over in the corner to McLear. Now a pull-up jumper, no good. Weak side rebound, Peterson. Yeah, long rebound that time. Ricks had good position, but the ball just was going almost out of bounds and right into Peterson's hands. 50-46. to 46. Ankeny Centennial with the lead here at the Centennial Gym in Ankeny. Now over in the corner it goes to McAleer. Pass from Cruz. Centennial being very methodic with their offense right now. Dowling stays man-to-man. 3.45 remaining. McAleer with it. Won't shoot it. After the dribble drive by Cruz. Now Cruz down the lane. Gets it underneath to Kelling and leaves it for Micah Johnson who scoops and scores. Wow. Well, and that's still, uh, I think, stepped on an ankle, Mark. He's, he's a little, he's not moving great. We'll have to see that. But, boy, what a great possession that time for the Jags. Running clock and then able to score on a layup. Now a little high-low and a whistle and a foul as Cruz fouls Riggs. Nice pass by Riedel there from the top of the key. Uh, back another possession. We have... Uh, If you're tuning in for Dowling Catholic Basketball, we're experiencing technical difficulties at the moment. Please stand by as we establish a new connection with Mark Amadeo.
something that makes you feel great about yourself, like working out or helping another person. If you're tempted to lust, if your trigger's loneliness, don't sit there and try to battle your favorite sin. Call a friend and go grab some coffee. If exhaustion triggers you to anger, maybe waking up and taking a cold shower as your penance isn't the best idea. Reflect on the source of your favorite vice and attack the source. When you do that, the sin often disappears. Send us a message at connect at reallifecatholic.com. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com on EWTN Radio. From the studios of EWTN, this is Open Line with today's host, Colin Donovan. In North America, call toll-free 1-833-288-EWTN. That's 1-833-288-3986. Outside North America, call 1-205-271-2985. You can also text the letters EWTN to 55000 or send an email to openline at EWTN.com. So glad you're with us for the Friday edition of Open Line here on EWTN, the Global Catholic Radio Network, because it is Friday. We are proud to bring on America's favorite theologian, Colin Donovan. How are you, Wedge? Are you doing okay? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> now, there's a lot of things in that intro you need to explain. I know, I know. Well, you've, you've had the nickname Wedge ever since your uh, your Navy days, is that right? That, that's right. The night before I showed up on the ship, they watched in the wardroom the uh, Fighting Seabees oh, with yeah. John Wayne playing Lieutenant Commander Wedge Donovan. Wedge Donovan. So they figured anybody with the name Donovan had to be, or Fair call game. sign had to be Wedge. And so that, that's, that's how it. I got it. That's it. And... Uh, I say you're America's favorite theologian because week after week, we've got jammed phone lines, and that's not something that, you know, the average person would think uh, a a theologian would would garner. However, uh, you deliver the goods week after week, and we appreciate that. Well, I'm glad I am because we're here, as Mother wanted us to be, to disseminate the gospel, the teaching of the church. Yep. And uh, we want to attract people to listen to it, and so let's do that. I'm all I'm all in favor of that. Here's our phone. <laughs> Here's our phone number, eight three three two eight eight EWTN. That's eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. If you're listening outside of North America, dial the U.S. country code and then two zero five two seven one two nine eight five. I think it was you. We're back here at the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium as. Lost a few of our communications outlets, and we're back underway. 60-48 to 48 is our score. Minute 35 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Cody McCall at the line. Hits both free throws. He has 15 points, and now this has slowly slipped away from Dowling since we've been off the air for the last minute and a half or two minutes of game time, Mike. Well, it's, it's sort of like the Ankeny Internet. Uh, yeah. The, the Dowling... <laughs> The Dowling comeback has stalled just like our, our production has. And, well, you notice uh, the TV people left. Theirs went out, and, right. and it took a while for to get over to the radio side, but we're, I think we got it all fixed. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. And uh, 61-48 is our score. Centennial with the lead. Dowling had the lead at one time, then they trailed by three, then by five, and Centennial's went on like a 6-0 run. Now Daniel for three, and it's no good. Rebound McCullough. And minute 15 remaining. And yeah, the Jaguars will dribble up court, Mike. I would be surprised if Mike has Dowling foul. Um, I mean, at this point, you're down 13 with a minute, but... A foul by Stillwell as he and Cruz have been going at it all night, and yeah. Cruz will go to the line. What a second half he's 
had. He's had a pair, or three three-pointers to go along with a two-point basket. So he's got 11 of his 16 points here in the second half, and he'll go back to the free-throw line here, Mike. Yeah, Dowling is going to empty the bench, Mark. They, uh... This will be a two-shot foul for Cruz, 10th team foul on Dowling. I think we're going to see both teams empty the bench, and free throw good by Cruz. Well, got to give a lot of credit to Colin McAleer, who hit some big threes in yes, that run, did. Mark, while we were off the air, just extending that, and Dowling unable to score and finish at the other end and then get stops, and it just sort of all broke loose here in that fourth quarter. And the second free throw good by Cruz, 18 points for Jeremy had five at halftime, 62-48. Centennial with the lead, and Dowling losing streak is going to stretch to five. And the Centennial winning streak is going to stretch to nine here in the boys' game, or on the boys' side. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls a winner, 56-43 over Ankeny Centennial. They've won nine in a row, and that sets up their showdown tomorrow. As it's Dowling at City High, that'll be a one o'clock start. Now a three-pointer in the corner, no good by the Maroons. That was um, Sam Hughes with the miss, and now substitution timeout. Yep, substitution. Centennial will pull their, pull their starters. Cruz McCullough, Micah Johnson, Preston Kelling, and Colin McAleer all take a seat in the bench, and now Centennial with Eugene Buchenya in the lineup. Brady Peterson in there. He's played some stellar minutes there in the fourth quarter. Cade Mackey in there for Centennial. Peterson with it. Now hits the cutter, and that is Carter Kester. Now kicks it back out. 15 seconds remaining. Underneath, and now a double dribble on Will Snyder. It'll be a Dowling basketball. That was a good pass by Peterson. That was a bullet put on that block from. You don't see too many All-State tackles make that. No, that was, that was great. 63-48, and for Centennial, their next game will be Tuesday night in the Coaches versus Cancer game here at the Centennial Gym. Taking on Des Moines East. And then next Friday night, they travel across town to Ankeny. Final score as the horn goes off, 63-48. Dowling held to five points in the fourth quarter. And the Jaguars defeat Dowling 63-48 to split to split their season series at one game each. Earlier this, this month, Dowling defeated Centennial 68-55 at the Dowling Gym. But tonight it was all Centennial, especially in the fourth quarter. Defeating Dowling 63-48, to 48, Mike. Well, it was a great effort. I thought uh, best first half that Dowling's played in the last four or five games. That is correct. And, uh, you know, this was this was anybody's ball game going into the fourth. And what happened, you know, Centennial just made some plays down the stretch, and, and Dowling couldn't get a couple shots to drop, a couple key turnovers, and then some timely threes by uh, Centennial. You mentioned Cruz, uh, McAleer with a couple uh, huge threes. And, you know, in the end, uh, this is a good, a really good Centennial team. When you when you take Cruz and McCullough and Micah Johnson, who uh, led Centennial with, I think, 13 points in that first mm-hmm. half uh, when McCullough was in trouble, uh, they got some good play off the bench by Peterson. So uh, it, we knew this was going to have to be a great effort to try and pull off the upset tonight. And, and Dowling gave great, great effort. Just a couple of things didn't go their way, and Centennial able to pull it out. They certainly were. Congratulations to head coach Bob Fontana. He got win number uh, 100 here at Centennial since he's been here. and He and Scott DeYoung both been here seven years since the existence of the school. 
And uh, win number 100 here at Centennial and win number 401 for Coach Fontana as uh, Centennial defeats Dowling 63-48. Again, the girls' contest, Dowling girls a winner tonight. They won their ninth in a row, a 56-43 win. We'll take a break and move to the postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio as uh, Centennial defeats Dowling 63-48 in the boys' contest here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumia & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumia & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, tumiaandsons.net. And welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gym. Mark Amadil joined by Mike Swain. Final score, Ankeny Centennial defeats Dowling 63-48 as the Maroons now have lost their fifth in a row. And for Centennial, they have now won their ninth in a row and 20 of their last 22 games uh, with the win tonight over Dowling 63-48, Mike. Yeah, I thought it was a, a gutty performance by Centennial in that second half. Uh, they Just different guys stepping up and making plays and uh, able to get stops, and, that, and that's what you need to do to finish out these games. Yeah. They were able to get stops, and Dowling was not in that fourth quarter. And that's, you know, people are going to look at this score, uh, 15 points, and, and again, th- this was anybody's game into the fourth quarter. Uh, score certainly not indicative of, uh, of how good a game this was. Well, we'd be remiss. Dowling led at halftime, uh, 28-22, a six-point lead at halftime. But Centennial comes out, outscores Dowling 23-15 in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, they outscored Dowling 18-5 to uh, to win it. So two different halves for the Maroons. 25 seconds into that second half, Mark, uh, Omaha Ballou picked up his third foul and had to go to the bench and did not play the rest of that third quarter. Uh, and it really took him out offensively. And he was, he was playing so well in that first quarter. I think that really hurt Dowling's offense. And then going in the fourth quarter, Omaha just couldn't get going. He had that one challenge against uh, yeah. McCullough that I thought probably could have went either way. The officials decided to let them play, and uh, Omaha couldn't convert, but just never could really get back on track after that, that third foul. That's a good point. And for Dowling, next up for them, the Dowling boys travel to uh, Cedar Rapids tomorrow at Cedar Rapids Kennedy High School. They take on ninth-ranked Dubuque Hempstead. That game will start at uh, 1230 at uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy High School. Then next week, the Maroons host Mason City on Tuesday and host Urbandale one week from tonight at the Dowling Gym. Dowling girls tomorrow, they travel to Iowa City City High, the number one ranked team in girls play. And that'll be a 1 o'clock tip-off. We said 2.30 earlier. It's a 1 o'clock tip-off because of winter formal tomorrow for the Maroons. So it'll be number one versus number two in girls basketball tomorrow. City High of Iowa City hosting Dowling, 1 o'clock tip-off in Iowa City. Next week, the Dowling girls uh, host Mason City on Tuesday, which will be a doubleheader. And 
Friday will be uh, against Urbandale in a rematch. How about that game in Iowa City? I mean, number one versus number two. You've got Caitlin Clark, the best player in the in the mm-hmm. state, going to Iowa City next year. Yeah. So she'll be attending the University <laughs> of Iowa. So that game has got some serious hype. That's going to be a good one. It certainly will. We'll take a break, come back with final thoughts. Again, the final tonight, the uh, Ankeny Centennial boys defeat Dowling 63-48 here at the Centennial Gym. And the Dowling girls a winner tonight in game one of our doubleheader as they defeat Ankeny Centennial 56-43. Dowling girls now winning nine in a row. We'll be back with more along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadeo. Our thanks to Jeff Piggott back at the studios of Iowa Catholic Radio. And we'll return after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. And we're back here at the Centennial Gym alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale. Our thanks to Jeff Pickett tonight, our studio producer, as we went off the air just a little bit, but we weren't completely off the air like our TV folks, CISN.TV. A night to give uh, uh, Paul Yeager and uh, Andy Pollack a brief reprise. Their their voices were getting strained anyway, Mike, I think. (laughs) They needed a break. A long weekend is what they were looking for. They're they're starting now, and so is is, uh, uh, Coach Cataldo's uh, Uber driver, uh, (laughs) I think there's somewhere here in Ankeny <laughs> celebrating that fact, maybe. He didn't look too happy that he was uh, forced into uh, Uber driving tonight. <clears throat> That's his deal. All right. Uh, but uh, for Dowling, a uh, tough loss again. They had the lead at half Centennial. You can see why they moved into the top five. Coach Fontana's team ranked fourth by the uh, Associated Press, sixth by the Des Moines Register. C- uh, Centennial now improves its record in boys' play to 15-1. and one. They're 7-1 and one in Central Conference play, and they won their ninth in a row, and they're on a roll. And for Dowling, Maroons are on a five-game losing streak, and they head to Cedar Rapids, taking on ninth-ranked Hebstead uh, tomorrow afternoon at 12:30 from Kennedy High School. So this is getting easier for Dowling. Well, it's very possible there could be a, a third matchup between these two schools. They are not in the same substate. That's correct. And if both were to advance and get down to Wells Fargo, that would be a that. great game to see who wins that uh, that rubber match. All right, let's take a look at the scoring before we wrap things up from Centennial High School for Dowling. The Maroons were led by uh, Matt Stillwell with 18 points tonight. Drew Daniel following with 14 points. Daniel with uh, four to me and Sons three-pointer. Uh, next up for the Maroons, single-digit scoring for uh, Ryan Riggs. Off the bench with six points tonight, battling the effects of the flu. Five points for Omaha Ballou. Uh, three points for Joe Strocco and two points for Michael Keel. Dowling 9 of 14 at the free throw line. And for Centennial, the home team tonight, they had three players in double figures, led by Jerron Cruz, 18 points. And then the two big guys, Cody McCullough and Micah Johnson, 15 points each. Uh, Colin McAleer, scoreless at halftime, but he hit eight second-half points uh, on a pair of three-pointers and a two-point basket. And Brady Peterson off the bench for three points. 
Uh, Centennial, 10 of 15 at the free throw line tonight, and I think I mentioned earlier, but Dowling tonight at the free throw line was 9 of 14. So that's a look at the scoring, Mike. Mark, I want to mention uh, Ryan Riggs tonight. Uh, You could tell as he was running down the floor how tough it was. He wasn't feeling well, and I thought it was a great gutsy effort for him to be able to get up and down and, and, and really play hard. His game wasn't there tonight. But uh, give him a lot of credit for stepping stepping forward and, and really trying to battle through this sickness that he was dealing with. All right. That'll wrap things up from Centennial Gym. Mike, we'll talk to you on Tuesday night. Weather permitting, as I saw the forecast, and Mason no, City. don't say that. No, Mason, don't say that. Mason City's driving down to take on <laughs> Dowling. We'll have both games beginning at 6 o'clock this Tuesday. But the Ed Wilson, Jerry Ann Ritter, and, of course, Megan Selwell, we got our weather every morning from them. Uh, Saying a little bit of snow, and that means if you're in Mason City making two-hour drive in a bus, you don't want to do that. It may not happen. It's be 45 on Sunday, Mark. Come on, can't we get that extended Tuesday? It's Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. And you, uh, you got a prediction here? Well, I my heart says the Chiefs. I, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but uh, my money is going to say the 49ers. So uh, money, take the 49ers plus the one and a half. Wow, that's, <laughs> there's your tip of the night here on Iowa Catholic Radio. My goodness, crossing the line, Mike Swain. Thank you. That'll wrap up our broadcast tonight here at Iowa Catholic Radio. With that, our thanks to our supporters, including Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Our thanks also to Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and R&R Realtor Group. And uh, our thanks also to our studio producer, Jeff Piggott, for all he did tonight, keeping us on the air. We went off for the last uh, few minutes of the fourth quarter, but got back on as uh, they navigated through that. Our thanks also to the folks from Dowling High School, including... Uh, Athletic Director Tom Wilson, Mary Pick, Mike O'Connor from the Athletic Office. Our thanks also to uh, our Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio, Tony Calumet, and all our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. This is our 43rd year of broadcasting, Dowling Catholic Sports. We also have to thank the folks here at Ankeny Centennial High School, including Scott Garvis, the Athletic Director, Randy Hook, Marge Rasmussen in the Athletic Office, and Head Girls Coach here at Centennial, Scott DeYoung, and Head Boys Coach Bob Fontana. Uh, we appreciate all their support in helping us prepare for our broadcast. Our next high school basketball broadcast will be this Tuesday night, February 4th, Dowling home against Mason City. Weather permitting, we'll be on the air at 6 o'clock, their pregame show. Tip off the girls' game at 6.15, the boys' game to follow at 7.45. Join us for both games this Tuesday night, February 4th, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Final scores once again of tonight's girls' and boys' matchup in the girls' contest. The Dowling girls winning their Ninth in a row with a 56-43 win over Ankeny Centennial. And in the boys' contest, it was Ankeny Centennial uh, extending their winning streak to nine in a row as they defeated Dowling Catholic 63-48 to split the season series. The Maroons now have lost five in a row in boys' play. For my broadcast partners tonight, Mike Swain and, of course, uh, Jimmy Cataldo in the girls' contest, this is Mark Amadale thanking you for listening. Until then, until next week, have a safe and blessed faith-filled weekend. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tami and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.